like I do a 45 with my music on on a fast pace. And that'll be my cardio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to bring it in closer? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, by the way, we do two. like a rolling intro, so we, we don't even stop the combo. We just keep going. Oh, we just keep going. Yeah, Go. just keep going. I'll do the intro. You'll do like, it later. Yeah, yeah, well, I usually just interrupt and just start at any time, but everything's recorded. Anyway, Good. no, no. Well, well, you probably got to keep your, like, like your physique and mm-hmm. image, because, like, bitches love you. Yeah, the ladies love me, so I got I can't I can't afford to have a fall off summer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. So it kind of is You can't put a Leo yeah. with, with, with a gut in between the Yo, toes? Yo, it don't work. Like, it ain't that, that. You lose your sexy with that. I think, you know, you can't be like the. I can't go from the how to be a player to the how to be the best friend. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a little weird, right? It's a little weird. How to, how to get friends on. Yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. But at the same time, um, for me, I just, I like fitness. It's a lifestyle situation. You know, really? I got into it when I was like in my, let me see it late 20s I was like man I'm, a, I'm just gonna start working out and I ran into what, a were you, what, what, what natural build are you are you like, like the chicken chest nigga uh, the, I'm kinda, the skinny I'm kinda, build I'm, with I'm maybe like a basketball player oh okay oh, just shit. lean I'm just lean you know what I mean I, I never was big I was always really really skinny but then when I started really training I, my body changed a little bit so now I look like a, either when I'm in the gym now they ask me Do, are you an athlete are you a, are you a are you on them roids or some shit no, yeah I, I used to be no I'm playing no but no, no. but uh, <laughs> But like people say, oh, you you a ball player? If they don't know me, like yeah. especially white people, they'll be like, oh, are you are you an athlete? And I'm like, no, I'm just uh, I'm an actor actually, because I I didn't change my body to now I just look like a fit cat. How much jokes you think I would get? You ever seen what uh, Bam and Kevo did? What Yo, did he, he do? got the he, so he got the male BBL. That's what they're calling it. Oh no! So he, they yeah. take the gut, take t- they take the gut, take they it roll out. it up into some pecs. Oh, so your pecs look You look super buff You look like the rock Like And then They basically just Create them abs Now see See I don't believe in BBLs Because I got a feeling 10 years from now Yeah Something gonna be wrong With them people yeah, Cause I, I think I think it's like Instant gratification Cause people lazy You know what I'm saying Like I know people that had some bad BBLs, and just them two stories. I should they, they should promote that everywhere. People stop doing it. I um, I seen one chick get a bad infection, a um, bacterial situation, had to get um, IVs, and another chick um, had to go get reconstructed again because they put too much booty on one side. The other side had a flat. I'm like, yo, man, that's just crazy. No, 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 that's so ridiculous. I didn't know it was so rampant because I really stay local. I don't be really, a lot of people think because they see and hear about me, right. they think that I'm like the guy who's at every like lunch and dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Right. So I be just really locally in Jersey going to the regular places, right? right? Chilling. <laughs> so I, I start going out to Miami and I'm coming through the airport and it's a line of wheelchairs with young people in. I yeah, couldn't understand. There's a lot of young going, girls. They're going up, they're going, they leaving the country. And here's the other thing, they're going to another country getting it done because it's cheaper. You're going to get these surgeries. You, I mean, is my body, I only, we only got one body and then I'm going to go and, and then get a budget surgery on my body. Yeah, I don't ridiculous. know. That's ridiculous. I've always said about tattoos as well. I was like, yo, I hate when people be like, yo, yeah, I had to get a cheap tattoo. I'm like, nigga, that's only for, for life. Like, why would you do it? Yeah. Nah, I would, if I was, I'm not a tattoo cat, but if I was, I would go to my dude who was the best of the best. Like a cat that everybody know you re- recommended, somebody else recommend, be like, yo, my man, it's artwork. 
as opposed to just I got a cat or I got a damn panther that looked like he got a broke leg. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's certain cats now, especially in L.A. that I've seen, even across the country when I've been on tour, that game, like the tattoo game, it's like bananas. Cats can yeah. do stuff now where you look and it be moving and then you turn your arm and it's a whole nother situation. You can see all the imagery. It's crazy. Hey, you know what's so funny? But he, he claims he's like a celebrity tattoo. And I really don't, I guess a celebrity anything. Like, my barber probably cut my hair, but I was a celebrity barber, right? Like, right. just say, fuck it, who cares, right? right. You know, it's, he, and shit, he should promote himself like that. So, anyway, back in the days, of, you know, I had a fly out face. I'm flying out mad chicks. You right. feel me? Now I'm like, y'all got money, a little disposable income. Like, right. chicks know me. You know, so you did, you know, you did how to be a player. Like, y'all got to pick up chicks in person. It's the gram. We just sliding through the oh, DM. You sliding the DM. Come on. Man, y'all cheating. Come on, y'all man. Y'all cheating, back. Listen, Man, let me tell you how the 90s was a little more rugged because which I liked about it was we didn't have technology. I got man, we was yeah. just getting phones, yeah, yeah, we yeah, was just yeah. and then we had the big phone in the 90s and then we had a middle, oh, then we had the start. I was wondering how that car phone shit yeah, worked. Yeah, I had a car phone too. How that shit the work? car phone was cool, but the bill was crazy. Oh, yeah, it'd be like $800, you know, back for then. what a month because you was because you was fly, you could talk to the car. Yo, I remember in the early 2000s, my man, yo, yo, nowadays, like, people fly out so much and right. link all over the place. Yo, my man literally printed out, like, a 20-page map, map quest, a turn-by-turn -turn direction to go link a chicken Maryland. Like, that's how he had to get there. The no nigga, way. Yo, the nigga's like Christopher Columbus with, like, 20 <laughs> pages. Like, yo, we got to figure out how to get to this place. He's like, yo, this is, this chick is bad. I'm going to get there. I want to make no more more wrong turns. That's no, old school. No, for real. But, but now, you see, you guys are blessed because it's a blessing for y'all and the curse the other way. Y'all got the information. Y'all got the technology. But it's no privacy. True. It's really no privacy. So say for instance, you see a you you see a chick that you really think is bomb on, on Instagram, yeah. right? And you you slide in her DM. Instantly. She, you he said it's <laughs> you slide in there. You say whatever what she she responds. She could post that shit. That's not she can just say, Oh yo, academics is in my DM. I've been exposed a couple times. Yeah, but I'm saying that's not right. But that's how that's how the game is now. Shit. If it go left, Fuck you can be that. exposed. I've been exposed a couple times just catching a Z snoring next to the hole. What? For real? I didn't know that. Like, they were like, come on, man. I was catching. Young was, chicks. Young chicks. You, definitely young chicks. Yeah, young chicks. And also, I'm going to be he, honest. He, he, it's all young chicks, right? No, of course it's young chicks. And they know that, like, they come, they don't get no benefit other than saying I linked with them because I'm not, I just learned that people be giving gifts, all type of shit. I'm like, I thought just, I'm, I thought I'm on some Jay Z shit. Like, my presence is the president. Like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, man. You got to understand, man. There's a lot of agendas, you know. That's, that's why with How to Be a Player. Two, the, the, the like the, the the part two of it. I want to. You can't have technology in it. Please, no. no. I got to. I got to get through it. I got to show you. No, no. I got to get y'all up out of this technology. The technology is good for certain things okay. and it's awful for others. And we got to show the new generation how to get up off it. You know, you got to be under the radar with this shit because some of the, even in real life, like you know what I mean. Like I learned about you through technology. Oh, shit. No, no, literally. Like, I literally, I remember this was about two years ago. Yeah, hold on. By the way, let me just give you a real quick intro. By the okay. way, if you don't know what you're watching, it's off the record here exclusively on Spotify. Welcome. I have a very esteemed comedian, actor, well-decorated motherfucker Thank who's you, been man. around. I've and watched him. now. 
Ooh, and shit. Okay, oh, let shit. me not forget. Um, I've watched him on so many different. I feel like I've watched you in my childhood, so it's also kind of sur- surreal. Just kind of sitting here, and we're mm-hmm. kind of like talking about grown man shit, which is kind of dope. Uh, I have Bill Bellamy here, people. Thank you, but man. I was actually, you know, when I'm, I'm driving here today, crazy story. We could get to that later, but I'm thinking he probably don't even know who the fuck I am. Yeah, I'm I like, do. yo, how? I'm gonna tell you, academics. This is how. This is a true story. How I found out about you, right? So. I think this is like two years ago, everybody was hitting me up saying get on Clubhouse and shit. And I'm like, man, what the fuck is Clubhouse? Like, I don't really know if that's my lane and shit. What is it? So I, my man, everybody was sending invites to Clubhouse. I don't know if you, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yo, man, use my code. You could be on Clubhouse. Dude, that's when Create niggas had room. like five invites, like yeah, couple. It yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Like when it first started, right? I'm like, nah, I don't know. Let me peep. Let me peep Clubhouse because I don't know what it is. So... So I go on Clubhouse and I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, so it's just talking. I say, it's just a bunch of people talking in a room. Then I'm like, yo, I don't know if I want to do that shit. That's a little weird. I was like, so I'm talking. So I'm going to go in the room, talk to random anonymous people. Some people might know me. They chime in. But don't that remind you of, like, they used to have something back in the day, I think they called Party Line or Party Chat, something like that? Yeah, it's like a big party chat with a bunch of people you don't know, right? Soon as I'm kind of thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear about this dude named Academics is getting into it with Meek Mill. So I'm like, so literally, Meek, the the snippet is Meek is hot. Y'all going back and forth, back and forth. You doing too much. Meek is hot about something you said. (laughs) And y'all going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it's getting kind of intense. And I'm like, nah, I'm easy on motherfucking academic. I'm easy on motherfucking clubhouse because I'm like, yo, because you, because you talking in real time and people take it out of context, but then they send that context to my man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And none of my, I said, it's too loose. It was too wild. That's yep. how. That's how I first heard about you. It was such, I remember being on Clubhouse. I called it a digital jumping. You feel a me? Di- digital jumping. A digital jumping. <laughs> I was trying to get my point out across, okay. and no matter what I said, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. Yeah. I could even say, you know what? I am a bitch. We don't like you saying that shit right now. Right, Let right. us call you the bitch. Like it was kind of ridiculous, like that. And I remember, like everybody, like it was one of those times where. I've never been really actually jumped, but right. like I could imagine that's but, what it but is. It was, it was like everybody was jumping on you about this and that and the other. It was niggas who the day before, yo, Ak, I love everything you do, man. Yo, you Ak, my boy, you my peoples. They get in the room, <laughs> yo, I ain't gonna man, lie, Ak. Fuck Ak, yo, I ain't gonna lie, man. You did do some fucked up shit. You a fucked up person, right? Actually, I remember me and Tori got into it because me and Tori was like super cool, mm-hmm. and then Tori came in the room and it was just the energy. He was just like. Nah, Ak, you gotta listen to what they saying. You do be doing mad fucked up shit. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm your friend, right? <laughs> What's going on? But it, 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 but the thing about it though, I'll give you, I'll give you your flowers. You know, I like that you have a perspective and you you stand on the things that you feel, right? Yeah. And that's what that's what good good radio, good podcasting is. It's like when you have a show and you have a platform, you utilize it to your benefit. Now, everybody ain't going to like everything you say. That's just life. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You know, if we touch, if we, if we talk about the Megan Stallion, uh, Tory Lane situation, it's going to be a bunch of people on this side, but it's never going to be, everybody's going to think exactly the same. You think you shot her? Hmm? You think you shot her? I think it was by mistake. Yeah. I, you know, when I was looking at it and I was just, you know, thinking about, okay, in a situation like that, everybody drinking, you in a car, it, it's probably by mistake. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, is this never a reason to pull out a gun, though? No, there should never be a Argue gun. Argue with a woman? Listen, never. There Even should though Meg's like 6'5", but still. Yeah, but still, she's a woman, and she's beautiful, and there's no she reason. And and I, I, I really played that. I always call it ghetto forensics. Because mm-hmm. when I hear a story like that, I always imagine, like, what really happened in the hood, like, if it if they wasn't famous. I, I, I have my own impression on what I think happened. You want to hear it? I want to hear it. Here we go. They go to a party. They get to drinking, get to drinking, having a good time. Everybody talking. Yeah, yeah. Having a good time. Everything easy. We in LA. Everybody want to go to LA and go to a house party. Yeah. Go to a fly party. We at the party. We chilling. We chilling. We kicking it. We kicking it. Everything good. And so the ladies is drinking too. Yeah. So now they loose and they talking. So probably one of the girls was like, yo, like that night we was all like, at whatever, and, and and then Megan probably was like, was that, wait a minute, wait a minute, what party was that? Yup. Oh. Oh, you had left, though. Bah, bah, bah. So now it's like a, a, a energy, uh-oh. It's an energy shift it's, it's, going it's on. a shift in the car, though. Yeah. So you spent the night, now this is all like me just making it up in my head, like just a situation where a, a little bit of information that was a secret get leaked in the car. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's, it had to be a oh my God. Yeah, no, no, it had to be. It had to be a oh my God because they was having fun. Everybody was having a good time. Boom, 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 boom. So there had to be a oh my God moment in the car. So Tori's in the car with them and he's like, whoa. Yo, man, I wasn't even going to say nothing. Why you say that? Yo, yeah. you blowing up the spot. Oh my God. It's I thought always we was, alcohol too, man. It's it's like alcohol, it's, loose lips, sink ships, right? So then the, so the secret gets leaks in, leaks in the car. It's tight. Now anger comes. It goes from, it shifts from fun to like you ain't shit. Da-da-da-da. Boom, boom, boom. Blah, blah, blah. And it's two women on you. See? And they both mad. And they both upset. Over the secret, whatever the secret is, and so I now mean, we kind of know what it is, though. I don't know what the secret is. I mean, I really think that you know how to be a player part two. You gotta have Tori in it. Yeah. He's fucking, <laughs> yo, he's fucking two best friends. So are they best friends? They're best friends. So there it is. There's that's, the secret. That's gangster. So that's gangster. So, you never done that yet. No, 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 no. So two get this. best friends. That's that's, that's that got to be worst. a great plot. That's a great plot, and it's always going to be disaster. Imagine if how to be a player part two. You you take I'm in the car. A, no, no, no. <laughs> not only are you in the car, you're teaching Tori how to finesse this whole situation to avoid the shootout. Avoid this. And we we play it backwards how he could have got exactly. out of it. Exactly, like yo, Perfect. you tell him how to really sauce it up. Like yo, you're fucking her and her. You got to play it a certain type of way because I'm not gonna lie. Like you know. There's always been uh, like historically, I think these days people watch like you know a lot of uh, what they call red pill stuff to like figure out how to talk to women or pick up artists. Okay, but the first time if a dude was thinking he was getting girls or he wanted to learn how to get girls, how to be a player was like the blueprint. It was like y'all dropping gems that niggas was thinking about for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why I think uh, how to be a player became. such a classic, especially a, a cultural classic, mm-hmm. because it really did give you some game if you didn't have game, and then you had an opportunity to fantasize about being that character. You know what I mean? I think you know everybody would want to have that kind of crib, like I had all those sneakers, the you know, and then then having the the pick of the litter when it came to women. You yeah, know, yeah. who don't want to have like different flavors of ice cream like that? Like I had every type of woman in the movie, so it wasn't like he was only going to go after these chicks. He went after everything. Dre was that dude. Yeah, no, nah, he was that dude. You know what I, I mean? I, he would have. That would have never happened to Dre. With what happened with Megan? How would he have sourced it up? So, so Dre first and foremost would have never had them in the same car. 
That is true. Because, because putting two best friends in the same car and they drinking is a violation. Because th- there's going to come up something. You know, because you can't flirt one one over the other. Even if this was a one-time thing and this is the present thing, mm-hmm. the energy going to get weird when they drinking. They're not going to be able to sit on it. You feel me? No, no, you, no, you're absolutely Did you see what I'm saying? So, no, so you're absolutely let, right. Let's just say, hypothetically, if he dated her for a minute, they had a situation, but it was a one and off or maybe whatever, but now he's presently dating Megan, the energy going to shift with the liquor. You know what I've done before? What's that? And I thought I was slick. You know, I, obviously, now I watched the movie, I'm like, yo, come on, man. You think like, you could do it? And now also, here's the thing, too, with like when you get a little bit of popularity and status, you almost think that like your game is impeccable just yeah. because <laughs> you get away with shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like when you don't got nothing, like you got to be sharp yeah. But now I'm sloppy as hell But I still got I think I still got game Right So I put Like you know So I'm dealing with a, with a girl mm-hmm. Right It's not really my side chick The other girl But I put them in the same room Now she asked me Did you fuck that girl Like you know what I mean I just want to know what, Like What I'm dealing is, with Is this just a friend Or did you fuck her Hell no, nah, I ain't fuck her Man right. Hell no. Nah. Just been a homie You get what I mean No damn well I don't fuck her And right. to keep it real Might fuck her again <laughs> Yo, so what happened was the energy was it was you can't control you can't it. Control the energy because while I could control to a certain extent how you move how it. I interact with both of them. One girl, like, because one girl started like it was a it was almost like a it's like big like you know women say big dick energy. Yeah. Cold, cold, but it's like one women, girl was women. making it clear like. Oh, I'm not just his friend. I don't play me like that. Yeah, see, don't, see, don't play me like I'm the I'm the. I'm don't just, even, yeah, and that's exactly. exactly what happened. You know, it, it, with women, you know, women have ownership. It's just like when you know a dog will you know spray different things. Like women, when they come in a room or they you know they'll let you know this is me. Yeah. So and then if she felt that you was playing her like she was nothing, mm. she gonna raise up on you to let the other girl know it's not. Nah, I'm not that. I'm not. I'm not anonymous. I, I'm I'm with him to a degree. So now. You're gonna have to explain because the other girl was like, Did you? That's why she said that. Yeah, She's yeah. like, Did you fuck her? And you're like, Nah, not really. I mean, smooth, what's, what's fucking? Nah, nah, like, nah, I, really, I, nah I, I ain't do that. Like, yo, I ain't do it like that, like that. Like, I, I mean, a little think bit. I did that, you right, know what right, mean? right? Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that, but see, going back to the Tory Lanes and the uh, Megan Thee Stallion situation, that's probably we could be really wrong, but some of that energy probably happened in the car, and then you just and you're in a car, it's tight. You, you can't like in a party, you can move around, be like, yo, you know, what? I'm gonna let y'all chill, y'all figure it out, and uh, you make. Apparently, but, the straw that broke the camel's back was when Meg looks at Tori and says, "You five for two midget nigga, you not even as hot as you think you are. Your last hit song, your feature is Jack Harlow's song, basically dissing his career." Yeah. Only a woman is only going to disrespect. A woman knows how to oh, hit oh, you. Oh, yeah, she going to she kick you in the balls with that because you played her out. Like you did something crazy that don't make no sense to her, so she hit him hard, and that's tough because he is little. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tory oh, Little. Boy, I mean, but he's talented as hell. I mean, it's a lot of small. I mean, have you seen Cisco? Cisco Little, but he's is talented he? as hell. It's a lot. Kevin Hart. No, I know Kevin Hart Little, but it's Cisco. a lot of talented small people. But by the way, I do think there's something about that. I think to a, become a star, you, I have a really like a lot of t- I remember the first Wayne, time I met Wayne is like five seven. Five seven. Bobby Valentino's like three five. Three five. You Tom Cruise, the first time I ever met Tom nah, Cruise. No, he's like six three though. You crazy. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise is five six. You're lying. 
five six. If he five seven, he got lifts. He little. I couldn't believe it. I'm like Tom, Tom Cruise, Top Gun, bro. He be climbing all them buildings Yo, and do everything at five six. I probably they must move the camera, shoot the camera up. I told you, I'm six three. Yeah, so he, you're taller than Tom Cruise. I'm tall, way taller than the only person that's literally like my height is two actors. I could tell you off top is Will Smith and Boris Cujo, and Boris Cujo is taller than me. He's six five. Really? Yeah, he's six. Is five. it Cujo or Cojo? Cojo. Oh. My bad. Cojo. Sorry, really? Boris Cojo. I know most of these niggas. It's short though. Yep. That's what I'm saying. In our business, most cats not six feet tall. So when a woman hits you like that, that kind of hurt a little bit. Ding! Hey, by the way, uh, uh, because I do also want to talk about a few other things, but wait, there's this new thing that's happening. What's and, that? And this is how, it, it, I think it all goes into why we need, you know, how to be a player part two. Okay, go. But I've kind of adopted this a little bit. Mm -hmm. The new game, like, because I used to believe in the game of selling a dream. Mm -hmm. Yo, I'm going to sell you the sauce. You're going to come with me, whatever, whatever. Now, the new thing is just telling the truth. Okay. Which means you'll tell a girl like, yeah, I'm dealing with you, but I'm also dealing with somebody else. And supposedly, suppo I haven't really tried it all the way yet. Yeah. I kind of been testing the wars. It's in beta <laughs> testing. Telling the truth. It's, it's in beta. beta. It's, it's in beta, beta testing. <laughs> supposedly, when you tell the truth, the truth nowadays, mm -hmm. women know what they're signing up for. There's mm -hmm. no drama because you are upfront with it. Right. Have you, or what do you think about possibly saying to a woman, hey, listen, I love you. Um, I want you to be mine, but I'm a man, and it might be sometimes that I'm imperfect. Yeah, and I don't want to lie to you about how I'm going to operate. That if anything ever comes up, mm. you are like surprised. I'd rather keep it up front. See, that only that only works when you're single. I'm married, so it's different. But I think for a single guy, I think that would be the best thing because if you're honest. Then the then the cards are face up. I like that. You know what I mean. I think that's a good thing because if if now you got you know you got status. You know what I'm saying. You, you know your name's out there. You making moves. Chicks is gonna want to be be lock you in. Like they're gonna want to be with you for real, for real. Maybe you're not ready to do all that. You know, maybe you're not ready. We're thinking about more like the Diddy situation. Diddy just told Carisha like, "Yo, listen, I'm single," and she's like, "Well, I claim it." it was like, "But I'm still single." Yeah, like, it's one of those. Yo, like you could Diddy it though. But Diddy, but he got billions though. That's a little thing, different. The thing about Diddy though, that I, I think you just got to respect his his swag. with it was he always been like that. You know what I'm saying? Really? Nah, he, he was with um, J Lo to get married. Yeah, but he never got married. He never mar married his wife. Nobody up. He always had a woman that he really cared about, and he and he and he took care of him. And like all his kids, he take care of his kids. He do everything he's, that he does, and and he's devoted to that to that part of it. But he never wanted to be locked down to one person. So he probably had that conversation. Listen, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be everything for you, but I'm not going. I'm not doing that. That's probably how he's been able to do it though. And chicks. Chicks probably just say, yo, I just want to be with Puff and, you know, I'll take what he's allowing me to have. And it works. Look, as I seen him, um, he just had a baby. Hey, did you see? He just had a baby and he was yo, you talking to young M.A. You know, did he step to me, right? What'd he say? Not yeah. like step to me, step to me, because he hit niggas with kettlebells. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he pulled up. Right. But he did tweet out, he said, I'll come to your house. I'm like, whoa. For what, though? What happened? So... I do a little live stream online. You know what I mean? I'm just talking to my audience. I'm kicking the shit. Right. We're going to get into some, you know, I have a wannabe comedian aspiration, so I got a lot I could to tell, ask. I could tell, could you actually funny? Yeah, 
but you I, just brashed. Yeah, I have a lot of aspirations, but, but, but we're going to okay. get to it. So, okay. I'm kicking the shit. So, I said, damn. I said, nobody has told Young Miami, which is the girl that people see. Like, nobody's told my Young Miami that he's that she's one of Diddy's side chicks. Right. I swear. Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. First of all, she's been following me since that day. I didn't even follow back. It looked yeah. like she got something to say. To me. Yeah. But she went on and she was like, whatever, whatever. She was upset. Okay. About me calling her a side chick. Correct. Now, I was just looking at it like, well. What else is it? He, he kind of got a couple situations. He's juggling it. Right. Hey, just like you might be a side chick, he might be your side dude. I ain't even say that. Right. But it's just what it is. Correct. Went crazy. I mean, she was going crazy online for like three days. No. I knew it got personally close to home because Diddy DM me. Let me holler at you, Playboy. <laughs> I'm going to lie. you set his house on fire with that. You threw a grenade in the apartment. Yo, yo is that against Broco? Yeah. I you fucked went, it up. Yo, you I? fucked up. You, got, yeah, you shouldn't have did that. Because the thing about it is, even if you think it, you don't say it. It's almost like you you said it out loud. I like, like you was just like, yo, she a side But yo, see, I that's I the thing. That's the thing. You said it live, right? Yeah. And people listen. And that shit probably travels so fast. That's what happened. I bet you, you was just... Probably laughing, kicking it, man, blah, blah, blah. Woo, woo. Because that happened to me before. Really? But it happened in a funny way. So I was doing, I was, I was doing this thing right where you call yo, you, you owe me money. It's called you owe me money. Like if your movie is whack yeah, yeah. or it didn't do well, or if I paid for it back in the day, you owe me money. Yeah. So I will never forget this, the exact same thing. And I'm playing around. I'm playing around. Really? They got mad so, so no, no, not not all the way mad. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you what happened. So I'm on hot ninety seven, right? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize back in the day they would they would cut a little couple things and cut it together and then it looks like you said something crazy, aka academics. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 actually doing you. Mm. This is I'm in New York, I'm doing a show, and I'm like, yo, they say, Bill Man, what you seen lately? I was like, yo, and at this time Method Man had just come out with an album. And the album, I was jumping around on it. Cause I'm I, I love meth, you know what I mean. That's my dude. So anyway, I'm like, yo, you know, meth is meth from Jersey or no? It's Redman from Jersey. No, no, Red no. no. Redman's from Jersey, but meth had his own album. Oh, shit. And this one particular album, I was jumping around for songs, you know, cause I I, I say a, a tight album is if I can let it run. Yeah. But if I'm going from three, then I shoot to eight. Yeah. Then yeah. I go back to four, and then I go to twelve. It's it's kind of choppy for me. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yo, at that time we was buying CDs. So I let's say roughly the CD was uh, $18.99. I said, yo, meth owe me $7 because I only got seven <laughs> songs, right? But I'm fucking around. Like, I'm not even dead ass yeah, yeah, serious. Yeah. I said, yo, meth, when you see me, you owe me $7. Yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. That shit, bro, that shit went whoosh, whoosh. And you, meth got my number. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm in Chicago. I'm, I'm, I forgot I said it. I'm doing you. Oh, I'm, I forgot I said me. it. This is pre pre Instagram. Well, somebody told me I had beef with somebody else. I had to Google it, bro. I, like that's how much I forgot. Meth no, called me. I, this is a true story. Meth called me up, and I'm like, he never called me like that. Like never. Like I was. He got my number twenty years. He never called me. I'm literally got a show. It's right before my show. I'm, I'm like, I get out the shower. I'm like, yo, he's like, yo, fam, what's happening, man? I's like, yo, who this? He's like, yo, it's Meth, man. Let me holler at you, man. Damn, you got I'm, a voice, yo. So I'm like, what? Uh, what's up, man? Oh, my man, yo, yo, B, man, let me holler at you, man. Real talk, real talk, man. You, you wildin'. 
And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He was like, yo, you was in New York. Were you in New York yesterday? I was like, yeah. What you I don't even remember, bro. Yeah. He was like, yo, you know you my man, but people thinking you serious. You told you said my album was trashed. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. I said, no, no, no. I said, no, it wasn't like that. I was just saying, I like the album, but you owe me for three of the joints that I wasn't feeling. But yeah. they cut all that out. They just cut the yo. That's, oh. So you see what I'm saying? So it, it seemed like that. So, but but it was it didn't get out of hand. But he, I, I apologized to him because that's my man. I was like, dog, this is I do this about movies. I do this shit about whatever. It was a joke, whatever. So he's like, I right, be no trip. I ain't tripping. Wifey was mad at you. So yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what happens. No, no, of course, it be the close camp that be hot. Yo, but but this is why I was saying about you know I have comedic aspirations. Mm -hmm. it, it's. Obviously, I, I'm in love with comedy. I, I love, love the art I of stand-up. I love it. I, I love watching somebody, and I was watching even one of your interviews recently, and you, you were just talking about, even if it's a popular topic, it could even be like the whole Will Smith, like, you know, Chris Rock slap. Right. You're trying to figure out that unique angle to that you're going to flip it on that's going to make it funny, but also make people think, which I think is uh, great. One of the reasons, you see, when I sit up on this microphone, and sometimes I'll say stuff like, the, the whole Didi and Carisha thing, mm. I thought it was a funny joke, but when they look at me, they don't see a comedian. No, they, they don't. They see someone giving a like, a, a hard line on something. A hard line, yeah. like. But if you was a comedian and everybody knew you was a comedian, they exactly. would laugh. Exactly. See, that's the thing. You got to switch that shit. Make it more funny because the thing about it is you you're like a uh, you're a personality. You're a personality. You're a host. You almost like a hip hop journalist. Yeah. Because you know you know the culture, you love the culture, and you got a you have a very specific perspective on the culture, Facts. right? And you go hard. Like if you see something, it's almost like you shoot a shot at it. Fire. Yeah. And people be like, whoa. But then you back it up. You back it up why you feel that way, right? But if you was a comedian and you did the same thing, they'd be like, yo, act is bugging, yo. How he say? They would I'm, be laughing with it. Has anybody, like, you know, I always, you know, I, I love Jamie Foxx. I remember mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx telling how, like, you know, I think it was uh, Mike Tyson or a few other people that confronted him, like, yo, listen, that joke went too far, whatever yeah. the case. Have you talked about anybody? Well, obviously, you just said the Method Man thing where, like, maybe, like, he kind of got it, but, you know what I mean? He still made that call. Yeah, but, but, but the thing about it, but me, the thing that, happened with me and meth was it was it was taken out of context and you know i didn't know radio people cut up stuff like that that's yeah. how i learned i gotta always be careful what i say yeah, yeah, because yeah. they can cut it a certain way and you look crazy right of course so okay so even with jokes you know what i mean like my thing is i don't really hit people to hurt them i just make I take something that's real and make it funny, right? Like when I uh, during the pandemic, I was sitting in my car. I don't know if you ever seen any of my Hollywood yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. And I just sat in there like Nah, I kept watching all them joints is crazy, right? But I'm telling the truth, right? So the funniest shit is the Jamie Foxx LL story. I know LL ran up on you. So no, no, but they but they know I'm not lying though. Hey, by the I, way, before you get into that. So I had said a comment recently, mm -hmm. like I was just like, yo, I was speaking about a specific situation, but they clipped it just like how you they said. They clipped it, yeah. And I was just like, man, it, the part of the clip was, man, these old rappers are dusty and broke. And LL, oh! yo, LL responded. Immediately. Yo, the way LL responded yeah, man. was like he was trying to put hands on me. Yeah. And I remembered your story and I'm like. Yo, this thing will fuck me up. Yeah, yeah, he'll fuck you. And up. I'm like, all right, but 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 the thing is, that's what I don't. He wasn't even smart. Like, he no, no, he no, no, get, no, 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 no,
this is the problem with the internet, right? Because like you said, like uh, on radio, it might've just stayed local. You know, it was in New York, you know what I mean? It wasn't everywhere, but meth got to it. The difference now, if I say something crazy right now on your show and they, this is worldwide. Yeah. So so now Cass is mad all over the world or it gets people people whispering. That's the difference why you gotta be careful what you say because it's like, damn man, Cass taking it that far? Like you didn't mean it to go that far. You were just, you know what's funny? Everybody, it was like all the older rappers yeah. did a response to it. I was told my one nigga. <laughs> you got to say his name. <laughs> now, I, I told people I ain't going to say his name. No, because, don't say his name, but I'm saying you, you meant it I in your mind. You I should have said his name. I think so-and-so is hey, You know what's so funny? Every time I've told people. all old school rappers. That's crazy. I even tell you the person who I was talking about, and you're going to be like, Oh no, you were right. Every time I've told people the person's name, they're like, "Yo, this nigga, you're right. It's not even a stretch, yo." But it, it would be like I would be offended if you said all Def Jam comedians is whack. Okay, I'd be hot because right, yeah, my yeah. class is crazy. Okay, you feel I me? That's see that. the, like I if see you that. said, "Yo, man, I don't care, man. I don't care, man. I don't care about none of these Def Jam comedians. All the cats that can't do Def Jam, they old, they whack, they never drop nothing hot." Bro, you know how many cats would be on your dome? It's kind of like when 50 was like, yo, everything on Koch is trash. And Cam was like, hold on, I'm on Koch. <laughs> and that's how that beef started. Yeah. Holy that, shit. Yeah, it's too broad. It's too broad. Now, like, you, there was a couple cats that was Def Jam comedians that wasn't that good. Now, if you just specifically said, I seen his set and his set was trash to me or whatever, cats would be like, yeah, you're right. Hey, be honest with me. You got to give me some insight because I remember watching the whole thing while you're in the car telling the story about, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the any given Sunday, mm -hmm. what really happened. It don't look like LL takes a joke. He look like he takes shit serious. Yeah, yeah. He, he we don't. But the funny part to it is when I I just seen him. Like I just seen him. He was like, "Yo, B, don't nobody tell no stories like you, fam. It's crazy how you do that shit. But you remember everything. You remember all the details. You remember what I had on, whatever, man. How you know? But it's it's a gift. You know what I mean? So the only reason um. I even told that story per se was because I saw Jamie tell a version. Then I saw him on Drink Champs and he told a version. And back then, you know, I sat on the story for 20 years. I just like, I ain't going to say nothing if they don't see, you know. And, and, but now with Cass is kind of leaking fantastic stories. Yeah. And this is one of the stories that everybody kind of heard about. There was no social media. I felt like, let me dance on it a little bit. So that's, yeah. why I did, that's why I told it. Well, I think... I'm glad you number one told it. That's some shit that, and I'm pretty sure there's probably many stories like that because this is before Millions. the age of social media. Millions. You know what I mean? Right now, if, if something happened to me, somebody probably got it on camera phone, something like that. Right, right, right. But back then, you got to be there to witness it. Yo, that's the beauty of of the 90s. And I hope people, when they read my book, um, Top Billing, which, which, which camera is mine right here? So Top Billing will be out April 25th. Like, I got so many amazing stories um, in that book on artists that you just just can't believe because I was on MTV at the right time. You was probably like in seventh grade, you know. Oh, probably you was probably a little shorty at that time. But just think in the nineties, man, everybody was coming up. Buster was coming up. You know, uh Mary was coming up. Diddy was coming up. Jay was coming up. Biggie was coming up. Pac was coming up. Snoop. All these guys was new. You got like now they now they veterans. Yeah. But they was in their freshman year on my watch. So, so wait, let's get it clear because I do want to ask, I, I've heard like a lot of stories that you could give insight on, but mm. did LL fuck up Jamie? Jamie made it seem funny, but 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 it looked like LL looked like he was beating his ass or at nah, least it was it like a hit, right? It, it hit him just, hard, yeah, it, it was, was aggressive just, it and a little bit of fight. It was never a fight per se. It was just, you know, it was just a punch that was really powerful. 
Damn. You know, yeah, that's it. That's all you need. You don't really need a bunch of stuff when you get it done. Not talking about, I think Jamie's like one of the most talented people. Oh, he's super talented. Nigga I, love, I love Jamie. He could do everything. Jamie do everything. Funny, sing, comedy, piano, acting, produce, write. I mean, he do everything. Direct. He probably directing something right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So wait, so they, they get into it. It's obviously a football movie. They get yeah. into it over, you know, probably just. Nah, man, Jamie. it was just. The big, I don't want to keep beating it because I got a, a million of these stories, but I just think at the heart of it, it was just a lot of uh, testosterone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody putting their chest up, you know what I'm saying? In the moment, you know what I mean? And, it, and that's what the movie was about, actually, but it just went too far. Like, you know, like, like for instance, say me and you in a movie and shit, mm -hmm. and I'm supposed to shoot you in a movie. I ain't supposed to shoot you for real. Unless you're Alec Baldwin. Right. <laughs> I like boy, we really clap that. Yeah, nah, yeah. He be, I ain't trying. Yeah, let's let's keep it. You gonna get in trouble again? Go ahead. No, but that's what happened. You yeah. got charged. Like this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, what do you think? Like, what about with a situation like that? Who, who do you think is at blame? Because that's they obviously didn't intend uh, to do it. I'm an actor. I could tell you. Everybody got to own up to what happened. You know, I've had uh, guns on set, and you know, you have a prop master. I didn't know that. These, yeah, I, yeah. I heard somebody explain it that yeah. when they hand the weapon to you or hand something, oh, they're man. supposed to it's say so, something. It's, it's so much protocol. I All thought right. a nigga just pulled out no, a Glock no, out of his pants no, like, yo, this is the gun no. you're shooting with. I'll give it to you just like this. You go on the set, they have a safety meeting. We will have a gun on set today. Really? For all the actors, okay? Whoever's in the scene or whatever, we have a safety meeting. They do that every time. We have a gun a, a gun on set. I want to make sure everyone's safe, and this is what we're going to do. This is the gun we are using today. This is a gun. Boom. You got the prop master brings the gun to you. He has the flashlight, opens up the thing, shows you the gun is clean, looks down the chamber, boom, looks in the thing, boom, clean gun. Call it out. Clean gun. Really? Clean gun. Then they say, okay, now we're getting ready to shoot the scene. So you you see, you you practice with the gun clean, whatever. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, now we're going to, here we go. This gun has dummy rounds. Once again, nothing in the chamber already because there's something in there. When you fire it, it can come out and kill somebody. Okay, cool. Clean, look through the chamber, chamber. Now we're going to put two rounds. How many you need? Because it's maybe a fight sequence, whatever. Boom. So say they, they put, but they're dummy rounds. But the dummy rounds still fire. But there's no projectile. But there's no projectile. But when you watch it on film, pow, pow, you'll see the fire, you see the boom, and the, and the shells come out. I'm going to tell you a funny story about that because mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Cool. That's how it goes. So here, here's me. I'm in the scene. I'm shooting fast lane. I got a wife beating on, right? And so I'm, I'm, it's a bar scene shootout. So I'm behind the bar. The camera's right here. So I'm, I'm pow, 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 pow. I'm shooting, right? Pow, pow. And I go like this, pow, and the shell comes out. And goes down my shirt. How does motherfucker? Third degree burn. Bruh! God! Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Oh, that motherfucker. Right. You trying to play it over now? Bro, I had to cut. That shit was hot than a motherfucker. Because usually, if you know the shells shoot like this, boom, you know, people yeah, don't yeah. think. But that shell, for whatever reason, went down my shirt, bro. I almost bust my head on the side of the bar because it was hot. It was hot as fuck. I really never knew when you yeah. fired a weapon, it was mm -hmm. really dumping rounds. I actually thought. Yeah, it is. It was some like CGI. No, 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 no. It's dummy else. rounds. But see, the thing is, the force of the what the, the the thing that comes out, the force of that can hurt you if it's close range. So that's really? why the, everything is safety. Everything is spacing. Everything is whatever. So you know, with the Alec Baldwin thing, somebody dropped the ball. Like just one little some. They brought their personal Glock on uh, on the set. I don't know. That's why I've been trying to think. I can't figure Wait, out. So, so so the guns they have on the set 
are real guns. They're that's, real guns. Oh, okay. With dummy rounds. Oh, I thought it would be like it's like a play play. Like no, 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 no. You could use a fake gun if if um like we're just going through the scene right now, and they will announce this is rubber. We're just doing it for whatever. They always announce it because it's a safety situation. So to me, and this is just my point of view, being in that situation, like Alec Baldwin was, I just think what happened, somebody made a mistake. You know, like it might so not. It wasn't. Be, in, you don't think it's, it's never intentional. Okay. You know, nobody wants to hurt anybody. I'm just saying, like it was just because um, Jason Lee got killed like that. A uh, Bruce Lee's son. Oh, did you not know that? Oh yeah, I remember on the set. Him. Yeah, it happened, but it would happen like 20 years ago. Same thing. Jesus, by mistake, Christ. by mistake. That's why you always got to be extra, extra, extra careful. You know, um, when you're dealing with a firearm, most people that have firearms are very safety oriented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to be. Right, you just you gotta, gotta be. be. People, gotta be. people that have firearms are not going. Yo, man, you just my new gun. And yeah, and pow, yeah. like they don't know. Most people will be like, if if you come to my house or I come to your house and you're a firearm guy, Honestly, cats will be like, now. cats will be like, yo, man, check it out. Let me clean this out. Yo, check it out. You like my joint? I got this new joint. Whatever. Unless it's Jason Williams, you're you know that's yeah story. yeah. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> that's hey, my man. <laughs> that's my man too. I, I was watching his story is actually really uh, emotional. Yo, so okay, damn, that's crazy. So all right. The, the the Jamie Foxx thing happened. Y'all didn't know you. Oh, you're. Is Shaq your cousin? Yeah, 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 yes, sir. No way. Everybody say that. I don't know why they. It's almost like it's information. Because I'm thinking everybody it's has family people, big. Everybody, everybody, everybody ain't seven feet tall. But I got to think that his genetic line is a bunch of big niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I'm not that little, though. Nah, I'm but just not that big. Big, like, yeah, also, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, like, we, we like, actually lean and tall like, people. I'd be shocked if. if if the Rock in his family tree everybody got a couple niggas like me, rock, the Rock got some pebbles in his family. He got some everybody Samo ain't no. the Rock. Everybody hey, ain't the Samoan bloodline. Yo, the Samoan bloodline is probably crazy, but he probably got a medium sized cousin Hell somewhere. Hell no! <laughs> How y'all cousins? Like first cousin, second cousin, second cousin. <laughs> he said, "Hell, that no. probably has helped you though." Yo, yeah. See, you're popping at the time. That Shaq going crazy. Yo, see, at the same time, what was dope though about me and Shaq that I that was just just the luck of the draw. Was um I got on when he was getting on like when he went to the when he went to the league I was going to MTV so I, I was fresh off of Def Jam he's in the league we bugging we like yo we putting a brick city on the map you know what I'm saying it was crazy how it happened you know what I mean with Shaq from Jersey yeah really see you don't know you don't do your research man. He in Brick City. Really? Come on, tried and true. That's what I'm saying. That's what's so crazy. So we like, yo, dog, we this is crazy. You doing your thing. So if you go back, you could even see commercials we done together. Like we did the Reebok campaign together. We did the Pepsi campaign together. Cause it was just the timing of it. Everybody kind of it was a mutual situation. And um the marketing people was like, yo, you and Shaq, yeah, bro, you MTV, he's NBA. They was really bigging him up back then. How how different was that era? Like, yo, you're on, you're doing your thing. Yeah, it was so your your fun. cousin's also like in the league. Like, yo, th and we're is, both famous at the same time. Yeah, and it, th this is a got to be a special time. I feel like celebrity, celebrityhood these days. I know people with like mass following on social media, mm -hmm. but it's not like recognizability, right? Where people see you and but like. Back then, if you, if you're famous, you're famous. But I'm gonna tell you a funny story about me and Shaq. I don't know if he gonna remember. He gonna remember this because it, it was crazy, right? So we're both famous as fuck at yeah. this time, right? It's probably ninety five, four. You know, he's in Orlando. He the man. He just yeah. came there. They got Penny. They got him. So 
I'm doing a shoot. I'm doing a shoot with him at uh, Disney World. No, okay. Disneyland. Disneyland. Disney World is in Orlando, right? Yeah. Disney World, right? So I'm like, yeah, boy, I'm, fa- I'm more famous than you, bro. Stop playing with me, bro. I'm, like, I'm thinking this and we talking shit. We just yeah, talking yeah. shit. I'm like, man, I'm way more famous than you. You I, you, you, only famous in Orlando, bro. Pre-Lakers, pre, pre Lakers, Shaq, you might have a point. I, for a second. Until we got to Disney World. And I'll never forget this. Shaq will remember this. Mariah Carey was there. It with Trey, Trey, um... He was a singer, uh, Trey, whatever. Uh, Trey Savant. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. But they were, um, they were just all her crew. Mariah was on a crew doing the, the Disney World thing back in the day. We just happened to run to Mariah Carey, and I am with Shaquille O'Neal at Disney World. Do you understand how famous? I thought I was famous until I went to Disney World with Shaq. Shaq was like a human genie that popped out a bottle or something. The kids were going crazy. They, I'm, I'm taking pictures for him. I'm taking pictures. Oh, that, that humbles you. That humbled me. Yo, yo, could you take a picture of me, <laughs> me and the star? You're like, wait. Yo. <laughs> That's wait, happened to me too wait, before. Wait, when he see this, he going to bust out laughing. He probably forgot. It was so crazy. He was like, yo, Pete, we can't stay here, man. It's crazy. I can't take all these pictures with these people. We had to end up leaving Disney World. It was crazy. Damn, that's a humbling experience. Yeah, it was humbling. The moment, it, like, my girlfriends hate that. Like, any girl I've ever dated, when we go out, like, you know, she, like, she, she dressed way better than me. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they look around and be like, oh, let me get a picture. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do a picture. And they look at her and they're like, yo, could you take this picture? Oh! The look in her eyes is just like, motherfucker. You Did you not see my outfit? Yeah, yeah motherfucker, yeah. I ain't come here for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got, yeah. you deserve it. You know, you got, you got your weight up. So that's good, man. It's, it's a, you know, it's hard in this business to, um, you know, make a, Crack through, you know what I'm saying? It's hard it, to last. It's hard to last. You know, I've been doing this almost 30 years, you know, of entertainment, whether I'm doing movies or comedy or, you know, producing. So you got to just keep adding pieces to it. How do you adjust to the times? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm still someone who I'm big on comedians eventually getting to that stand-up stage. And I used to look at it, that's the propellant to the movies. Correct. These days, you know, I was having a conversation which, you know, these days you can't really say shit without people getting offended. I don't think he would get offended, but like, same my man Drewski, I was like, mm. I don't know if Drewski is like a stand-up type of guy, but right. he has so much fame, he could go sell out a tour just doing like his his type of thing, which right. is like a, almost like a variety act almost, Absolutely, right? Yeah. Does, does stand-up still really matter? Yeah. Um, for the growth or career path of a comedian, or you could just I, do other I think stand-up stand up is still is still the uh, the juggernaut for us. You know what I mean? That's why we always come back to it. You see Kev come back. You see Dave come back to it. Chris Rock, myself, Mike Epps, you know, Michael Blacks, and all the cast that's on the road. Corey uh, Holcomb, um, you know, cats that uh, Michael Blacks. And like, because the, the, the beauty the beauty of stand-up is, it's your own. It's mm. yours, Right. You write your hour, you own it, it's your voice. Ain't nobody telling you you gotta say this like a movie or a TV show, right? And I think that's the beauty because our artists, our audience, our fans come for us. It's beautiful. Do you look down on um, social media entertainers who do comedy, but mm-hmm. it appears that they have gotten, they get, the, they got the following before ever hitting the stage. Okay. Did you look at, do you look down on them to be like, well, no, I because don't, you have to go through a different path. No, listen, listen, I don't look down on anybody who taking advantage of the hustle. Don't, tr- don't think you can cheat the game though. What, what does that mean? Okay. 
I don't mind you taking advantage of technology, getting your name out there, um, doing your skits and being funny and whatever. Because I've met a lot of these cats and we 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 fly like you know Desi Banks. I love him to death. Just hilarious. B Simone, um, Ha Ha Davis. I love what these cats doing. King Batch. All these cats are dope because they took. They hustled the technology the right way. How else they going, if they didn't have the technology, how would we know them right now? How would I say their names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So the technology works. Number two is, if you're going to transition into being a comedian, you can't, you can't cheat the game though. Because comedy is a, is a craft. It's an art. I remember when I, so I interviewed. Or stand-up uh, is, is a craft. You have to learn. So I was interviewing um, Drewski, and, and obviously this probably has changed at the time. Mm. And I was talking, like, what I've always heard comedians say is that, hey, listen, when they're trying to work work on a new set yeah. that they're going to take out on the road or they're working on a new set for a special, you know, they, they go put those hours in testing the material and go into these, you know, comedy clubs, just like they'll just go up, right. you know, and just kind of work it out. Yeah. And it, it's kind of just part of the routine. Correct. You know what I mean? Even for the greats. Apparently, you could catch Dave Chappelle doing it. You could catch him Everybody. Chris Rock. It, it's just, that's how you do it. It's like shooting free throws for uh, a basketball player. And I remember he said, nah, he didn't get to that point of doing that yet. He says, right now, I only kind of, I'll test my shit out, but I invite friends over. Mm. And and I was thinking, I'm like, hmm, I'm, I'm wondering if there is a new way of kind of still getting to the same result. Like, for example, being an amazing stand-up comedian. Okay. But you got to there by a completely different way. And also, I think about, like, even how... Say you know I'm, I'm keep using Drewski, but like he's pretty much one of the biggest now. Um, I'm wondering, will stand up be maybe a l- little bit more interactive than it's been before, or maybe technology could be infused into it? Because when I watch you on Def Comedy Jam, it's like it's you versus the world. Correct. You get what I, you know what I mean? It's like it's it's you know you're not utilizing other things. It's just it's you, you're funny in the mic. Right. But these days, there's a lot of things that you know a comedian could kind of use yeah, to kind of get mean, a laugh. I think the reason why I'm relevant at this point was just embracing technology, not running from it, mm. like jumping into it. You know what I mean? I just leaned into it because I was like, well, you know, I think the beauty of it is my fans can see me any day. Yeah. If I if I think of something funny, I could put it up right now. Like I I I give y'all some free comedy, you know, because during the pandemic, people was that, depressed. That's what it was in the car, right? Yeah, man, it was like people don't have nowhere to go and stuff. And I got all this funny ideas, so I just start telling these funny stories. Who I didn't know that shit was gonna go viral, bro. Like I was like, man, people talk about them stories every day. They've been seen everywhere. Like I was sitting in my car telling a story about you know hanging out with Cat Williams. It's a true story, though. Yeah, but I never told nobody. But I said, let me tell this funny ass Cat Williams story. What was the story? I forgot. It was a story the night that Cat Williams wanted to fight my uh, my security guy. It was a true That's story. That's a wild boy. Yo, and Cat is hysterical. But the night started out, let's go in and eat with Cat Williams to where he wanted to fight my security guy. Yeah. But it just happened. It was hilarious because Cat's this big and he's this big. And it just looked crazy. It looked comical. Of he was like, comical. I don't think he's fantastic. Out of nowhere. Like we <laughs> eat eggs. Like we... <laughs> Look, this is how funny it is. We all sitting at Mel's Diner. It's like 3 in the morning, 2.30, whatever. We all laughing, having breakfast and talking comedy. And Kat just looks at him. Um, I don't believe your security man has ever been tested, Mr. Bellamy. Hey, he looks like, he looks like he's never had a bout. 
And, and no we way. think you're joking around. Because <laughs> we no. like, oh, Jay, you know better. And then he gets up. This is the funny part. He gets up. All my... All the people that work for me have been chosen. All the people that work for me have fought me or anybody in my career, in what? my crew. I was like fighting, like some dudes, like, like, like yeah, like you know to see if you're yeah, real like some gladiator shit. And I'm like, cat, are you serious? We got omelets, <laughs> we got eggs, we got we got you know we got chicken sausage here. Things, everybody been chosen. Yeah, this yeah, thing yeah, is he thinking he Black Panther like the Wakanda shit. Yeah, like yeah, yo, yeah, you gotta got fight up. for the, the funny part was Cat was sitting here next to me. My security guard was here. He got up and walked behind me and was behind him just standing there. I really don't believe you a real one. And he was like, Hey man, come on now, Cat, Cat, I'm eating my eggs, Cat. <laughs> it was yo, so funny. He must have said something to Kat. Nah, nah, nah. We, it didn't go nowhere. But it was hilarious. Like, this is the kind of things that happen in my life. I'm sure you got stories, too. But, like, it'd it be the simplest shit, but it'd be so crazy. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, like how it, how could Cat go from eating an omelet to wanting to fight this big dude? Does experiences, and it's crazy because you've lived a very interesting life. Yes. Does, does the more experiences you have make it easier to write jokes? Right? Yes. Because... It, Right, because, yeah, like, because like, like you, you could can, you could twist that. That's an actual thing that, that could happened. actually be a, a joke if I wrote it like that. I'm telling yeah. it as a story, but mm. I could make it a, a real joke. But the thing about life is, and I'm gonna shout out my boy TC Cope because he told me he said as in comedy, your life write the script. Really, he told yeah, me that. I, and I was that. like, yeah, that's kind of dope because it's true. Like, you got to have life, you got to live experiences to be able to have the material that you can expand upon, right? And um. George Wallace told me that a long time ago. He said, Mr. Bellamy, I'm going to tell you something. I love you and ain't nothing you can do about it. He said, uh, he said, how funny do you think you are? Now I'm young, cocky. Like, I'm like, man, I'm hilarious. Yeah. You know, and he, we was at a Montreal comedy festival. I'll never forget this. And uh, I said, sir, I am hilarious. He said, you ain't shit, bro. How long you been doing comedy? I was like, four years. He said, come see me in 24 years. I bet you'd be hilarious. You're just humorous. Right? I was like, whoa. I said, you're humorous right now. You're humorous. You're not hilarious. You're humorous. You're young. You, you got it. You got the tools, but you ain't lived yet. Wait till you get married. Wait till you have kids. Wait till you go through a bad situation. This, that, and the other. Your comedy going to come to life. I was like, yo. Every time I see him, I thank him. Yeah, that, that, that's Because it's true. No, you're right. You can't write a good song unless you go through some bad shit. No, that's 100% right. So I wonder, how long does it take you to kind of like, like uh, transfer some of your pain to maybe because I, you know, obviously Kevin Hart had a stand up called "Laugh My Pain," right? Mm -hmm. But like, I do agree that you got to take life experiences, which sometimes it might be letdowns or like mm -hmm. real shit you going going through. Could you write a joke immediately about some shit you go through, or you're like, yo, let me get through it, get on the other side of yeah, it, and then now I yeah, can you got to get it because 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 you got to be able to see the life, the life in it. You know what I mean? Um, because some of the toughest situations are funny and you think that they're not because you think it's just you. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of us go through that. Do you know what I mean? Like if, if I took a situation like getting pulled over by the cops thinking I'm about to go to jail and I tell you how crazy scared I was at the time and it's right when, you know, cop, cops were shooting, when cops was, had just shot somebody and they pulled yeah. me over, that, that pressure of that and wow. I don't have my license on me. Now you had a joke about this. I know you're telling. Bro. 
bro, I'm going to tell the story because like guaranteed everybody had that situation before. And then you got your phone and your phone looked like a gun. So you put your phone on, on the dashboard. So do you ain't got to touch nothing? Like for black guys, there's certain things we got to know in the car. Like yeah. you can't, we, 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 we not good with the fumble. All this, this reaching, we can't reach. We, our hands I got learned that I, on I, the steering wheel. You got to change your white voice immediately. And, you, and I don't lie, you kind of got to know a little bit of. Uh, you got to be a little bit illegal because they'll spin you. <laughs> now I smell weed in the car. Get the fuck out. We searching the shit. All right, like, that, they yeah, take the all right like, as like, like permission like that, to search. That experience it. alone. Every black person can relate to. I don't care if it's a little version or, or, the, or the HD version, because the in, the amount of anxiety a black man has in his body when you get pulled over by the police, I know never uh, ain't nobody white going through that. Like that, the amount of anxiety you just got your car. I remember I first when I first bought my Mercedes, yeah. brand new off the showroom. I had the car twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. Go, 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 go. I, I had the templates. You know you got the templates. Yeah, yeah. I had the insurance, proof of insurance, but I had my boys in the car with me. Four black dudes in a brand new Mercedes. It's got to be stolen. You look over and be like, bro, any of does, does bro, any of got any? They wrote down all the windows, hands out the windows, cross. Really? 12 seconds I had the car, bro. I said, man. So this is just like, just you drove off the lot. Just because I just got the car. I told my boys, I was like, yo, y'all got, got to come see this nah, shit. Nah, I was paranoid as fuck this one time when it was me and four four of the black people in the car. And my only thing was, I hope none of y'all don't got nothing that y'all didn't tell me that you, you had. There you go. They're like, that was my only we thing. we never asked. And there was this one nigga, I was looking I at him. I know he got an Uzi. The nigga had like a dirty wife beater on with like just a basketball shorts. <laughs> and I was just like, I should have never picked him up. This, this nigga just, this don't even. He just left prison. Like, I should, I, like, why is this nigga in the car? Why? Who is he? Exactly. He with your man. He the one that got, he already got priors. He got in your car. He got a weapon. And he angry. Yeah. You have to go out like now. Gun. You going to jail? You got to go out like gunner after that, man. <laughs> Yo, you had a joke about six nine. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, the, over with Takashi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, man. Snitch. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Everybody was reposting. I was, and it was funny because you know what's so funny about also like I think a great comedian, a great comedian could package what a lot of people already think. Yeah, you're not even reinventing the wheel. The way you just put it across is just hilarious. Yeah, because because it was like um the Takashi joke came out of. Everybody's saying he a rat, he's this, that, and the other. But then I saw it and flipped it. I'm like, but do you know what he was looking at though? Yeah. Like, like 52 years is is Long rugged. Time, that's a, that's rugged. Like that's a, that's a mm, that's half a hundred. Like you looking at half a hundred. Like I'm not going to jail. Like that's why that's why I'm like I'm with Takashi on that one. 52 years, I'm not eating yeah. it, B. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat 50. Not for nobody. Like yeah, I can't 52 eat. 52 years, you don't even know these niggas' last name. Yo, yo, I'm on a diet right now. I'm I'm not eating it. Yeah. So that's where I got the joke from. Like, if it's a, if it's a meal, I'm not hungry. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's how I wrote the joke backwards. Yeah. No, I mean, shit. That's interesting. Yo, these days, have you seen like the conversation? Like, everybody's talking about snitching now. Every like, there. It's like the, it's like the scarlet letter. They're pointing at every rap like, oh, he snitched. Oh, he's accused of snitching. Yeah. Oh, he snitched when he was 16. I think it's not that good or productive for like you know, um, just black society in general because. You know what I mean? It's like a witch hunt right now, right? It's yeah, like, and now yo, I had a nigga told me, 
if the police pull you over and ask for your license and you give it to them, you are telling. And I'm like, what? Y'all too straight. <laughs> Y'all niggas is too straight. No, 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 no. That, that's you got to use a better example. I think what's 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 horrible. You know, when I'm older than you, obviously back in the day, you know, obviously the code is still the same. You know, you don't talk. You know, you don't snitch on nobody. Keep your mouth cut. That that that's an old school traditional thing in the yeah, culture. It, is it the same code though? Because this is what I understood snitching to be. Snitching mm-hmm. used to be me and you do the crime. Mm-hmm. They catch me. They asking yo. We know you did the crime with this other guy. He was around 6'3". Tell us his name. And matter of fact, if you cooperate against him, we'll give you half the time off or maybe you walk on out of here. Snitching is me like, yo, that nigga right over there. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Or like when they lock you up, yo, bro, yo, yo, Bill, yo, get up on that bush, man. Like they got but, us, but right? But the thing is still the same. Like snitching, it hasn't changed. Snitching is the same. It's like you implicate somebody in something to get you, to get favor for you. That's what it really traditionally has been. Like, you know, you implicate somebody that wouldn't necessarily get implicated to better your situation. Suppose you implicate somebody you don't even like. It's still snitching. Really? Because it's, it's no code in it. It's no code in it. It's like, that's why that's why I was able to write the joke because I know the code. Yeah, that's yeah. why I made it funny. Like, I'm not doing it. Like, I can't stick with the code on this one because it's too many years. Even though... I know that everybody on the street would be mad at it, but but in this particular case, it's funny because that's a lot to ask. You know, like I, I mean, maybe two or three, but fifty. Well, fifty well, years is a lot to ask. Yeah, that's why I can't. I, I can't. I can't even be a street dude. Man. It's, it's just too much. <laughs> it's too much pressure. It's like it's just too much. And it's too many rules. Like I rather people call me a bitch than, than than people be like, yo, you're the street dude who has to follow. Like it's like you gotta get a rule book. Yeah, it's too many. It's too. You, you see, I I'm a comedian, so like. Like you were saying earlier in the interview, comedians, we get a little more leniency because we do make things humorous. So cats don't look at me as like, oh, I'm a journalist. And I said, what? They'll take. Now, when I say what I say, I'm going to tell, they believe me. They believe. They be like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you got a different feel to you. You know what I'm saying? But if you, like, was, a joke. A but joke if you was a comedian saying the same shit, be, you, your stand up would be crazy. Because people be like, yo, when you academics will say that shit, yo, he, wow. That's what made Cat Williams famous. You know, he's. Dave Chappelle, all the guys that really, Chris Rock, watch Chris Rock's specials. Like, he just hit you with the power. Well, why did Will Smith just hit him, like, after the joke? You know what I mean? Like, it was just a little well, jokey joke. The way it was just a joke, man, but, you know. What was you taking this, that joke offensively? I don't, I looked at, I watched it a hundred times. It's, it, it, it's not worth hitting him over it. That joke was kind of funny. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad. Like it wasn't as bad as people think. It was. It was just a quick jab, kind of. I you know what I mean? certain jokes cut. Like I'm telling you, listen. I like to be thought of in, like you know, as always participating in the banter and being hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie, man. I remember I was on some podcast and some chick said something, but it was like a weight joke. It it, it, it was funny to everybody but me. Yeah, because it, it yeah, cut because a it, cut, it, cut, it cut a little different. And I've gotten fat jokes. All the time, but that one hit different. That shit, it was just like Hold maybe on, it you was can't. your day that you didn't feel like being fat boy, right? Yeah, and she hit you with the fat boy joke, and you're like, uh-uh. so you know, in that moment, you know, no one can really go back and say what was in Will's mind. But I, I love both those guys a lot, and the thing that really hurt me was that the stain that it put on his moment. 
because he worked for it so hard. You True. know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, you know, this dude should have probably got an Oscar several projects ago. You know what I'm saying? And he was and that was the big one, right? Yeah, this was a big one, and I and I I voted for him and everything. I thought it. I said, yo, he if he don't get this one, this is crazy because he went in. Well, you could disclose your vote. No, 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 no. I can say it now. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I couldn't say it then, but you know, I'm in the academy, so I have to vote on movies and stuff. So I just felt like Will really killed it. I was like, this has gotta be it. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be it, you know? Yeah. And so I'm rooting, you know, I'm thinking, man, this is a great time. I never thought that that would happen. I actually thought it was a skit. So I was like, oh, they just fucking around. And then when I realized that it wasn't, I was kind of like, dang, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is crazy. And um, so, I mean, I'm so I'm But, a, but, but, but family's a little bit sad. I've, I've learned that a little the hard way because, you know, sometimes I remember uh, me and Joe Budden, we did a show. Like, you know, we did a show called Everyday Struggle. And when we did the show... Um, some, gum, some shit happened with the Migos, and we're like, we go to the BT Awards, right? For whatever reason, I know the Migos had beef with Joe Budden. They almost stood up to fight him. Okay, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? In person? Yeah, it was oh, all three man. of them. You know, rest in peace, take off. So I'm like, That's oh crazy. shit, what's going on? Right. So anyway, the whole trip when we went out there, I had another little run in with some other guys, some guy named Vic Mensis, right? So that happened before the the Migos thing happened with Joe, but. This was the meeting. It was like, yo, hey, listen, I never really been nowhere, nowhere like that. Right. He got mad beef. Let's just get a security for him. Joe is talking gangster. Joe is like, man, I know all the crip niggas in L.A. I'm good. Get whatever security for act. I'm straight. I'm like, I'm one of them niggas. You can't shame me with security. Of course. Bring the security here. <laughs> so the security. You said you can't shame can't me. can't shame me. What the fuck? Yeah, so the security's just there, but he's only looking at me. Joe is like, nah, I'm good. Okay, cool. We at the event, blah, blah, blah. The thing happened. Um, it kind of, it's a little dust up. Nothing really like actual physical. But then Joe was out there with his lady. Now his lady at the time is going viral. So she gets online and oh, she says, no. man, this wouldn't have happened to Joe if academics wasn't so pussy. And I'm like, what? what? How am I catching this? So now... I'm like, I'm, I'm like, caught, I'm like, Joe's my man's, right? But his lady's talking crazy. You in so the tight? I, you can't say none. I, I did. I, I, I go all the way in, but but I started to. And when me and Joe talked, Joe said, "Listen, Ack. First of all, you can't address the lady. <laughs> you cannot." And I'm like, "What? What type of rule is that? Because 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 it's always going to put you in the in the worst scenario. You got to address." You gotta address Joe and let Joe address her. But because she, if you go past him to her, it's gonna be because now you put Joe Button in a situation where his lady, you gonna let him talk about me like that, oh, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just you you gotta go direct to the man and then let the man delegate. You gotta do it. Or okay. it's gonna be kamikaze. So I learned that there's You learned that same. backwards. Well Why are you always learning shit backwards? Man, sometimes life just teaches you like hey, I always say, listen, uh, I'm ex um Experience is the greatest teacher in the world. It's Absolutely. the only teach, teacher that gives you the test before the lesson. So you got to go through the test. And afterwards, you're like, oh, I get it now. I got it. So, you know, shit, I've learned a couple of those things. But maybe that was going on with Chris Rock and, and Will Smith, right? Like, you know, even though his wife, Will Smith's wife, is famous, shoot, still his wife. 
Absolutely. Still his wife. And it's still it's still sensitive, you know what I'm saying? Um, nobody wants to be embarrassed in, in front of their lady ever, you know, that ain't gonna work. And then if your woman's feelings are hurt, that's gonna be a situation, you feel me? Yeah. So I, I you have to respect that about Will, you know, um, you know, his wife's feeling mean a lot to him. Okay, cool. Let's let's but I'm like, that's why you got the after party. Oh, you beat his ass there. Because I'm, if that happened to me, that's the after party for me. No, well, well, here's the thing, though. After party is better because it's private, it's personal. It's like, yes, and my man, I ain't, I wasn't feeling what you said. Apologize to my lady. Oh shit, press it like that. Yeah, that's a fact. That, but that's better because it's man to man. You have a, you have the opportunity to address. I didn't mean it like that. Or man, my bad. You, you can fix it. We can fix it right there. And you, you talk to my lady. And it's cool. That's old school. Now I'm old school. Yeah. You know, y'all cats is internet cats. Y'all yeah, do everything on the internet. Y'all y'all act like y'all phones don't work. Well, 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 well for me it's different. I, I watch it every day. Well, for me it's different. I gotta leave the evidence trail. You know what I mean? Oh, you do that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gangsters. I'll leave the evidence trail. Oh, <laughs> but I'm saying like the new generation, nobody call everybody phone work when they wanna say something, but nobody phone work when it's time to fix something. Everybody true. try to do it on the internet as opposed to call the person directly. Yeah, people used to be pulling up on each other, like really handling. I don't get issues, it. Right? Certain things to me is you ever personal. had to check a nigga. Yeah, over disrespect. Yeah. Well, yeah. not like a like I mean, someone within the industry that would be a peer. Yeah. Well, but my 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 thing, I've only had to check people on comedy, like you know, like don't steal my shit, B. You know what I'm saying? If you gonna write, if you gonna, if you gonna, if you gonna steal my joke, you gonna steal my joke. Do it exactly like me. How do you know they stole your joke? Maybe, I, maybe I know your mind trying to steal my idea. I can see it. I can see where you. I see how you trying to remix me. Mm. I've seen that before. But why would you do that? Write your own shit. Like it ain't that hard. Write your own shit. You can't take take my idea and then try to remix it and think it's yours. You don't feel some type of way. Is there is there pride about like you know coming up with? <laughs> Obviously, I would imagine, right? To come up with original creative ideas yeah. and jokes. It's like writing a song. A joke is a song for me. Would you look down at another dude who probably has help writing? No. In the comedy section? No, everybody can do it different, man. People don't have to. I don't have writers like that, you know? I don't know. I'm old school. Like, I take pride in just taking the time and, and let the jokes come to me. If I think about it, I'm always reading different stuff. But then some guys have help, you know? You know, Kev, Kev has a, a bunch of guys, comedians that help yeah, him how write. How do you, like, compete versus that guy? Like, you gotta No, but that's team. dope, though. Like, Kevin can't think of everything. He got about a 9,000 projects going on, and he want to write a set. Maybe he comes up with premises, and we beat him out. That's helpful, too. You know, you know, I got a premise, but I don't know how to work it. Like, I'll have, like, I got my comedians. We'll be on the phone and shit, and I'll be like, yo, I got an idea, and we, we could beat this and we'll beat out the premise and then maybe I can figure it out because I can't see every angle sometimes. Mm. So that's good. So you can do it that way. But like, I've never had somebody write me a joke like this yeah, and yeah. give it to me. But I've had comedians punch up a joke I got. Yeah, help you out a little bit. Yo, I'll never forget Dion Cole gave me a, a punch up that was bananas. He thought of it in 13 seconds. I did a joke. I was doing a joke about how... <laughs> My father was the first Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Because they took 
so my my father would tell you all the information about the family. He was really the first Facebook. Oh yeah, the first guy. Like you know, you, you, hey boy, you know your right, right. Because yeah, yeah. remember, because back in the day, somebody would tell you know you you know your uh, you know your auntie going through a divorce today. Yeah, you know it give you a status. You get you say, oh she got back in them streets. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm no, <laughs> so I he get just it. punched it. All the way up to everything that's in Facebook, from status to, uh, oh, yeah, she went live at the laundromat. Like, he just saw it so vividly, yeah. and he gave it to me, and I did it just the way he was telling me, and I was like, and it worked. Now, that's fine. What do you have more fun doing these days, right? Uh -huh. um, uh, I feel like I, I've heard the same answer from every comedian I've asked. Being on stage, doing stand-up, or being on a movie set? And, and maybe, oh, maybe because I've always different. heard... Maybe I should say being at the movie premiere. I don't know. Uh, no, no. Doing movies or doing stand-up. Here's the thing about stand-up. Reason why comedians do stand-up is an, it is an instant interaction with your fans. I see them. They see me. The laughter is is just enormous. It's like infectious. It's amazing. It's a, it's a euphoric energy, right? Movies are big. They are beautiful, but you have to wait. You don't get to experience your movie with your fans unless yeah. you go to a theater where they're in there. Like, you know, I do a movie and pray you like it. I don't know if the editor cut my scenes. I don't know nothing until it come out, right? I know everything when I do stand-up. So, that, so that's more like instant gratification. Yeah, you know right now that joke is killer. Like, I know for a fact when I do this joke, it's about to be, about to be pandemonium. Craziest time you ever bombed? The craziest time I well, have you? Yeah, the craziest time I ever bombed was in the beginning of my career. I, I thought I was looking at um, Robin Williams, and I was like, "Well, he just does improv," and um, I was like, "I'm not gonna write anything. I'm just gonna go up there and wing it." And I ran out of improv, and boy, my set started tanking because I couldn't think of nothing else, and I couldn't improv no more. I didn't so what have do you do? no. Oh, I bombed. They start booing me. Really? Oh, get to the jokes, boo. Boo! Boo! This is like black people. Boo! <laughs> like they put a little extra on the beat. Boo! <laughs> Damn! So, yeah, I took it to the that got to fucking suck. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, and then they. That's went. why I'm actually like I, I kind of want to like like try. I want. I'm, I'm gonna try hosting. So what you do? I'm gonna, try I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you a good tip if you want to do stand up. Just host. Don't don't. So you're gonna put no pressure on yourself to have to have a whole chunk of material. Host the event. You can do one, two, couple little jabs, do boom, 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 and then bring me up, then bring the next person up. You get, you can maybe piggyback off of something I say or whatever, and be humorous in the moment. People will like that from yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they're always thinking you're going so hard, but they might get to see another part of your personality. Because you're actually funny, but you're just saying stuff on your side of the track in an abrupt way. Yeah, th there's a delivery about... <laughs> it's how you saying it. Yeah, well, I think there's an art to comedy. Like, you know, like, how did you kind of figure out, you know, because I, I, I agree with the premise of there's a difference between humorous right. and actually just being like, you know, uh, a, a comedian who would be doing a full show. Like, how do you get to pick the difference? Or how do you get to, like, work it out? How do you get to, like, kind of work on the art? Well, for me, um, because everybody popping start, up in the comedy stores, yeah. you know, popping up in Laugh Factory, you know, popping up in a comedy night and do like 10 minutes real quick. Let's see if I can work this joke out real quick. Because when you come see me, when will this air? Uh, Monday. It's going to air Monday. So I will have done NJ Pack. So I'm well, doing that tonight, eh? So I'm doing NJ Pack tonight. 
I'm no, 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 Saturday night. Saturday night. You should pull up. So real quick, right? When I do a big theater show, like let's say 3,000, 5,000 people, I don't have time to experiment. Like I got to be... I got to be like a like a machine, like everything got to hit every song or like if, if I was a singer, every note has to be beautiful. Right. So that's not a practice night. That's go night. You know what I mean? How do you separate? Because I believe you have a podcast, too. Yes. Right? So you have a podcast, you do interviews, you, you speak pretty much like throughout, like you're just not only do your day, but mm -hmm. like you speak for a living. How do you kind of compartmentalize to say, these are my on the stage material? Like, like I don't know, maybe you have a joke about Tori and Meg, right? right. But we just talked about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you know that when you're on stage that you're not like kind of regurgitating some of the shit you already say well, so people what, not feeling like what I do, What I do on um, my podcast, Top Billing, is I let the, if there's something I say, it's not material, it's in the moment. Mm. So I like that I'm living in the moment. So I'm reacting, listening. And if I think of something funny, that's that's specific to the podcast. I mm. like that. Because like you said, you're not regurgitating jokes and taking it over here and putting it over there. So I, I, I commit that to the to that space. You know, now I could potentially, now that you say it, maybe go back and look at something and be like, that could be a bit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. usually I just do it in the moment. I never think I never go backwards like that. What is your Mount Rushmore? My Mount Rushmore a comedy right now. I kind of got to do two because it's present day guys that I love that I think are bonkers. Um, but the guys that got me in the game, Red Fox, yeah. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams. You know, these guys were guys, George Carlin. They were the guys that made me want to be Bill Cosby. They wanted me to be, they made me want to be a comedian. Present day, my guys that are killing it, you know, doing fantastic. Kevin Hart, uh, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. Um, uh, let me see, think of somebody else. That's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of uh, Michael Blackson. Like, you know, Michael Blackson is somebody that I came up with. I'm proud of him because he took the technology and made, branded itself. Yeah, and he did. Like, like, Mike is a perfect example of hustling the technology to increase who you are and you are a comedian and boom, we got Michael Blackson. Everybody know Michael Blackson now from the technology, right? You yeah, knew no, him, I, but you really learned him from the technology. No, absolutely. Because he was wilding on it. I, I think he did a really good job of, you know, shit, I remember when he used to even do that little he-bitch dance. Yo, he had a little show going on. like Michael Blackson, he, like, He I really jumped it. into it. Cat Williams, you know what I'm saying? I'm wondering, like, at a point, did you think that the technology phase was probably not going to affect comedy as much? And maybe you were, were you hesitant at first to be like, well, should I kind of embrace this shit or just keep doing me? Because I'm already just, getting booked. I, just, I, 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 I didn't know what to do with it at first, but like... To be honest with you, I got to give my flowers to Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart was the one who told me to get on social media. I wasn't on social media. He was like, yo, B, man, I'm telling you, you got to be this where the people at. You know what I'm saying? This is the future. Everybody's interacting on these phones. Because I couldn't even talk to Kev. Kev was always tweeting. Kev yeah, was I mean, always tweeting. He was always yo, he tweeting. Was, yo, I, Kev never talked to him. Let me show you how Kev was doing, y'all. Just say anything. Ask me a question. So, 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 like, wait, 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 let me just text, let me tweet this right quick, man. What were you saying? Oh, no, nah, I was asking you, like, yo, yo man, my wait, dog, wait, 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 I, I got to respond because they, they they were right here. They right. This was all the young people. This is was this was Kev. Like this was Kev right here all day. And I was like, Kev, what are you tweeting about? Yo, I'm just res I'm responding to my fans like that. And I was like, damn, that's work. He was like, B, I'm telling you, you ain't on Twitter. And I, I got Twitter because of him. 
And so I was like, okay, let me get on my Twitter. Kev was like, yo, we gotta be on Twitter. So I started like, every platform that came, I started like kinda, cause I, I never jumped on Vine, but Vine went away too fast, but Twitter stayed. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it was Waves and then Instagram and blah, blah, blah. And then I just saw like how people like comedy. And then my blow up on, on social media was twofold. One, people was posting my clips of old material that I did, yeah. then, then the pandemic hit. And so people didn't have nothing to do. So all my comedy just start coming back and clips from movies and it was beautiful. The pandemic time is such an interesting time because yeah. I was talking to somebody, it was actually funny. I'm talking to this, this chick, she only fans chick. She like, man, my money went down. I, I wanted to go back to the pandemic. And I thought about it for a second, I'm like, the pandemic was really good for certain people. Certain people came all the way yeah, up. Yeah, and certain people needed the market to sit people down. So they could pay attention. So they could pay attention. Absolutely. And it worked for me. You know, it worked for me uh, telling my stories, uh, engaging with my fans and, uh, you know, retweeting you know like or if i re if i if i repost your 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 thing yeah. and that gives me fans too because people see that i post academics and da, 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 boom, boom, boom. so i just saw i saw so much synergy and i was like yo this is actually kind of cool that part of it i love because if you work it you can win but the, the part about it is you just don't have any privacy that is true. It's just like the more you get into it, more people in your business, you know, then people say, nah, 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 that ain't real. You know, you got people, all the positive stuff that I post, people always got something to say. You know, you got to deal with the ups and the downs. So you no, can't, I've, I've learned that too. Yeah, you can't get happy with all the, oh, yeah, 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 because there's always going to be two, three people that try to cut your, your knees off. Who's next up in, in, in terms of... Um, uh, getting to that level where uh, Dave Chappelle is at, where I, I was shocked when I seen you know, Kevin Hart really was doing stadium tours, man. Stadium. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Mm -hmm. 50,000 people just, mm -hmm. yo. Sometimes it's I, it's hard to make a big room laugh. It's cool. When you're in the car with your homies, you Dude, got everybody's attention. Cool. Crazy. A stadium, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm next up. I mean, but you already been on. Uh, I never did a stadium like that. I've done arenas. I've never done a stadium. The thing that Kevin Hart and uh, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, these guys, man, like they they make they make comedy history. Like that's for comedy. That's big for us. Like that's that rock point? star shit. Like, um, I think I think for Kevin and Dave, I think what it is 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 like really immersing yourself inside your audience, and they love you, and and that's the, that's them showing you how much they love you to that level. I watch Dave do comedy and. He does a different style these days And I was like I can't tell if this is a comedy Or just a funny guy telling stories But that's when you're comfortable in your skin Because you can do that Because sometimes Dave does jokes And then sometimes he just tells you a story Or sometimes he's just like Today I'm just going to uh, let's Talk about cigarettes yeah, You got the, the impressions on point <laughs> Like I love smoking you know, like he could sit there and he's so engaging. It's like, like old school Richard Pryor. Like Richard Pryor could sit there and tell you about going to Africa. And you just like, it's like a movie, right? So I think that's the beauty of us getting older and confident in, in, our, in, our, in our craft that we can make it a conversation. I wonder, and even like say Dave, right? I remember looking at Dave on the movie National Security with mm -hmm. Martin Lawrence. Right. And he pretty much was like, yeah, yeah, like a very, you know, secondary role in that. Right. And I remember saying, how did he 
become this guy who is just. I, I feel like he just has a culture in the middle of his he's, hands. He's a. He's a I'm think, what think, happened in those steps? I know he has some great stand ups. He, he has some legendary stand ups. I, I think everybody's. You know. Um, everybody's path is different. If I had to be honest and tell you what I think happened for Dave Chappelle was, I think Dave in the beginning of his career was like the underdog, like he was, you know, underground comedian. Everybody, all the comedians knew he was dope, yeah. you know, but you know, he didn't have a vehicle yet. He was trying, trying, trying. He got the Dave Chappelle show. It blew oh, the Chappelle up. Show, so right. you got to understand the Dave Chappelle show blew up. So now everybody knows who Dave Chappelle is. Right. And then it stopped. It just stopped. Like, oh, shit, because he was he was out of here. I thought uh, it was on crack at that point. I'm going to be honest. No, I no, no. Like, like, just not in, like crack, but like, not, like, I, when it was in, like a, I remember when In Living Color went off. That was a moment in black culture. Remember when In Living Color went off? Yeah, but this was different. He Ooh. walked away. Yo, but I'm saying it still went off. Yeah, but yeah. he walked away when he was on top of it, right? So we was like, as fans, we were like, oh my God, oh my God, where's Dave Chappelle? And then da 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 And then he resurfaced like a phoenix out the ashes. And then it just, we came, they all came back. And then it was, that's what I think. Yeah, I think in this hiatus, because it was going for like four years, the Chappelle show just made. And then they was running reruns. Yeah, think about it. They was they was crazy. running it without him. Da, 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 da. He was like watching it. And trust me, he knew it. And so then when he came back, we wanted him. We love him. You know what I'm saying? Me included. Like I love Dave Chappelle. Like that's my guy. Like that, we came up together. You know what I mean? But it, it, it's everybody's Kevin. Kevin's ride is different. You know, Dave's is different. Chris Rock's is different. We all come in different lanes. But it's nothing like doing what you love to do. The thing you used to do for free, uh, the thing that you still have all these great ideas that you can go somewhere now. You can you can leak a special on the internet if you want. You could put it up on yourself. Yeah, there's this comedian yeah. who turned down a deal with with I don't want to say the the name of the big brand that right. offered him a special, right? And he dropped it himself and made he a made million more, way yeah. more. Cut out the middleman. You can leak it now. I could do a special right now. My, I could do my next special and, and sell it on the internet for $10 if I did. I would make $10 million in a day. So, so, so the special... A a, a special All I need is a million people. The special for you is like, well, the special is like the, the album, right? Yeah, it's like, my album, yeah. Like that's how you kind of level up, right? You level up on the album, yeah. Like, okay. But I, can, I, I, I take so much pride like in my work. Like I, I just... I can't just throw up no bullshit. Like for me, I'll just wait until I'm ready, ready. Like I got If you look at all my specials I've ever put out, they are bonkers because I waited and took the time and wrote this joke. You ain't going to see no trash jokes in there cuz I took all the trash out. Like I don't want nobody to be like skip around on my on my yeah, jokes like you're on the method man. Was like, then this one was cool. <laughs> on them the method But like man. I have people come to my shows like why you ain't do Cat Daddy? Why you ain't do uh, uh Applejack Milk? Why you ain't date who babies that? Why you ain't do that? like I Wait, got people like, remember specific They know jokes. yeah, they know specific Characters and jokes, you know, the whale, like the thug whale. Like, I got a joke about a whale being trapped at SeaWorld, and like he used to be in the ocean, and he a thug, he, he a thug now. He's swimming around, he don't want to do tricks no more. Bruh, I did that joke before SeaWorld got shut down. I was like, how how you gonna put a whale in a pool when he used to live in the ocean yeah. and think he's gonna be happy? It's a fact. Facts, right? Why you think he killing the trainers? Yeah, he hot. Tight. <laughs> Real tight. life, real, real talk. Hey, uh, this is always a popular debate. I want to want to hear what you think about it. 
greatest sitcoms or funniest sitcoms? You got to say, are we saying ever or are we saying black? Uh, we can oh, say ever. No, 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 no. Well, black. We're black. Keep okay. it black. Keep it black. Martin, number one. Okay. Martin, right. Martin, Martin sitcom is, ugh, ain't no words for Martin. Martin. Martin sitcom, The Cosbys, uh, Good Times, Jefferson's. One more, one yeah, more. Jefferson's up there. Yeah, this uh, iconic. You, we got to go icon. My, at my lifetime, Martin, Martin and the Cosby Show were the two the, the, most the, prolific sitcoms I ever seen. Do we kind of count in Living Color? Or we just look at that sketch comedy type. That sketch. Okay, but we talk sitcoms. Sitcoms. Okay. So sit, sit, if I can do one more, you one know, more. I, I, um, I like Loki personally. Fuck with the Jamie Foxx show, man. Jamie Foxx should be. Jamie Foxx show was tight too. Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. They still give a lot of reruns of that. That and 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 I don't think this was as funny. The Wayne Brothers show that was they played that. No, show Jamie Foxx show. Jamie Foxx Wayne, show. Wayne's show was good, but you said top five. We only can go five. Mm. Wayne's Brothers is in the ten, but five is tough. So we got to squeeze because the if you're gonna be real honest, the biggest iconic black sitcoms that we've ever had was the Cosby Show, Fresh Prince, right? That they in there too. But, but I don't know if that as yo the Martin show or like Martin, Martin, Martin was show. just jokes. Martin, Martin and Fresh Prince was the two most iconic cultural sitcoms of from nineties up. But I'm saying before that, I'm gonna say it would be and and the Cosby's, Cosby, Martin, Fresh Prince, those three. Then we are gonna go back before them. That would have to be the Good Times, Jeffersons, you know that kind of stuff. Why do you think that certain, you know, um, entertainers get to a point where they stop doing comedy and only do movies? Well, that's always going to be debatable. Um, Because initially, at the time, you know, when I came up in the game, it was to get to become a movie star, you know. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a movie star. I wanted to be a movie star. I was like, yo, I don't know how I'm going to be a movie star, but I know comedians make it. I'm going to be funny as hell. Somebody going to put me in a movie. Yeah. So what happened, like I used somebody like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was so prolific on television. Then when he went to his stand-up and went to the movies, he never needed to come back. He just did movies, right? I'm sure Eddie is in the house making people laugh like a motherfucker. Eddie, exactly. Eddie. Eddie is bananas, right? Just like he could do anything, right? Um, so it's a choice, you know what I mean? But now when you see movies don't come out so often, some movies are good, some movies are trash, you might lose your audience. But with stand-up, you can keep engaging. Like everybody can't do Day, bro. Everybody can't take 25 years off or do a Lauren Hill and just take 20 years yeah, off yeah, and yeah. come back and be be on point. Like Anita Baker coming back and Cats is ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ain't never seen Beyonce take off 25 years. Beyonce took off a month. She had a baby, dropped an album. Like, you know, she stayed in, she, she's been consistent with us for 20 years. <laughs> right? But everybody don't do it like that. Everybody, everybody, uh, every, uh, everybody's path is different. What makes more, doing a movie or like a tour for like stand up? Because I'm thinking about time wise, right? Like a tour. I would think a tour. Unless you do a Chris Tucker and you have a movie that just jumps out the gate and makes a billion dollars and you got back in, I mean, you're sitting on 75 million 
25 million, 60 million, whatever the number is. Wait, which and movie did that he did that he had back in on? What? Which one? Rush Hour. They even back in? Why you think you ain't see him no more? He was like, man, I ain't doing that anymore. Man, I'm fine. I'm Didn't they just like greenlight another one? What? Man, Chris Tucker, man, he hit the jumper. People he, did say he started moving a little bit different once he started getting them $20 million oh, checks for a movie. I didn't know he was getting I mean, he was back getting, in, he too. Was getting, he was getting kicked out. That, that was the beauty of his story. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, he jumped from money talks to that shit. That's just nigga. Ah! Winning. Well, how are you gonna be mad at that? You can't be mad at that. He found. He my found only the thing with him, I wish he did more though. Yeah, we love like that's that's my brother too. Like you know, I can't be mad at him for you know uh, having a hit franchise. That's every, how many Fast and the Furious we got, man. Twenty of them. It's about like eleven 32? now. No, no, it's more than fast 11. twelve. Fast fourteen. How yeah, many? yeah, yeah. Nah, it's crazy. It's a lot of numbers, right? And they're doing the spinoffs. Oh, it's like come an MCU. On, man. Now you got fast in the morning, fast in the evening, yeah, yeah. fast at night, right? Now, that one is just fast, and then <laughs> the other fast. one's just furious. <laughs> I'm serious. They broke it off. They gave the they rock his own yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock got his own thing. So, in in our business, to find a, a franchise that, excuse me, in our business, to find a franchise movie that works, that's like the holy. It's like Tyrese and Tyrese and uh, Ludacris. I think they were trying to do like acting in other movies, but once they hit the fashion, they're like, "Wait, so every two years we gonna do this again?" I'm only doing this movie. Yo, you kicking out? It's a it's a beautiful thing. It's a it's a plus and a minus. You know what I mean? Because then sometimes people only want to see you in that. You know, but if you a comedian, you can come on the road and we get to talk. That's Mm. the beautiful. That's why you should host shows so people get to know your personality. No, no, absolutely. Shit. Now, I'm just thinking just about Just come with security no. Yeah I gotta have security I do gotta have some security now. now They don't like me man Oh my god You gotta have security You be talking You be moving around with security? security Yeah 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 yeah. You got to You don't got nobody that hates you no, Nobody But I'm a comedian I don't, I don't I don't have no beefs like that I'm saying But in hip hop You in hip hop Yeah these niggas said they kill Hip hop Cats want to touch you up You say something wrong The wrong way You don't say their name You guys It's too much Testosterone and hip hop It's always something Y'all can't just have fun yeah, Why can't too, y'all just have fun And make I'll be music? having fun Yeah but you be saying shit And cats get mad Yeah I wish they but would just be But you be having fun But but the thing is It's like I be having fun at their expense But the thing At their expense right And then, and then it's like You call people out I mean You don't roast people You roast people Yeah If it's, if it's worthy I, like I roast I roast Takashi But I did it in a funny way It wasn't like I'm saying You know uh, bah, 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 where you know it's gonna be a bad thing. I'm talking about yo, you beat the game, fam. Because my cousin, when I told my cousin, that's how the joke came. I was like, yo, you heard? He's like, yo, be go ahead with that goofy shit, man. Yo, when are we gonna? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I wish there was a like. I remember Cat Williams almost did it with, uh, I believe, Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. when he was just like, yo, we're gonna have a stage and we're gonna have a joke off. What I'm like, yo, that that sounds great. It would be, be- so dope, but it won't happen because. You know, nobody wants to get blown up. Somebody gonna win that. It's like versus. Let me tell you something. It's like because somebody's gonna have to bomb. Some comedians that's nice, nice off the head, like rappers that can freestyle, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's some nice ass battle rappers. You ever watch battle rappers? That should be personal as hell. Like they went and researched your whole life, and they put it to a song in front of everybody, and it be hitting personal as hell. That's what happens if we ever had a a, a comedian battle, because cats gonna go at your throat, oh, and it's gonna shit. get bad. They'll start swinging. 
Really? I seen I seen Cat Williams take a couple cats' heads off. Cause you you gotta understand certain cats are gifted in the moment. Fast. Mm. I remember Jamie Foxx killed a nigga's career like on Oh, off. Jamie Foxx killed uh uh, Dam- Damon Wheat, whatever his name was. The, 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 see, the, the more we look over the edge, I'll find his name. Bro, look it up for me, bro. Whatever happened to him? It, I, exactly. Jamie Foxx annihilated. He should have Let me tell you something. If he, They should have went to commercial because Jamie Foxx, in the moment, in the moment, had a set off of him that was that was it's it's a classic. It's a class like we just thought of it because it was cla- it was brilliant in the moment. You couldn't script that. Tore my man's frame up. We don't even remember him now. He done, done. That nigga killed my career like that. I'm taking it personally. Yeah, well, you gotta go. You gotta get out of there. Shit, I watched. Um, I, shit, I watched. It was an interview. It was Cat Williams and uh, I forgot what the lady's name was. Yo, he was going in. Oh, he tore her whole head off. Yeah, it was on. Uh, it was on V one hundred three. Yes, he was going and in. Wanda was trying. Yeah, she, she does, she she does was, comedy too, comedian, right? But she was trying to go toe for toe with him. But, but you see, that's one thing. With I'm, a monster. Well, that's, that's well. A lot of people, right? Like, say me, right? Like, I think I'm humorous, quote unquote. Right, right? now, I'm sitting here with you. If I'm really feeling myself, I'm like, let me throw a couple jokes at him and let him throw a couple back and think I could spar. Right. That, but then that, now when you start well, eating a lot, now, now, yeah. now you you running out and I can go for 15 rounds, right? That's what happened with Cat Wizard. I was like, why would she underestimate this man? Yeah, nah, he was this man brilliant. is brilliantly funny. Like, he is good. Like, you're not going to out-talk him. You are not going to back him in a corner and think you're going to win. He's going to come out like a rhino, bro. A good sparring session was... um. <laughs> Kevin Hart and Jamie Foxx or when he had Foxx on radio and they were going back and forth like they were just like sparring back and forth and that was early Kevin Hart before he did all the movies and right. Kevin was tearing everybody up but Kev's fast too this is what I'm trying you, you you walking me into it like some cats are fast they they, they they really quick they pin is fast so if you need if you stutter that's a that's a that's a that's 10 point loss right there like you gotta be pa 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 then he got to go pop, 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 pop. It's like, like you that, can't. That's a skill or just it, natural? It's, it's some cats is fast, bro. And you can't be stuttering when it, when we going at it like that. If you start talking shit, that's how comedians, we used to rule the, the lunchroom. Think about it. That's how we used to rule the, the, the playground. You got to be fast with it. And you got, it's got to be some truth to it too. That's why roast work, you know, where roast, you know, they go and get a little bit of truth and bang on you real quick. That's why I never do roast. You, you ever encouraged um, your cousin Shaq to, to um, do comedy? Like, I, I feel he like was doing, he was, he, he was, he was doing hosting, right? But um, he loves comedy. So he, he was doing Shaq All-Stars, which was fun. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really dope that he did that, branded it. You know, um, and he he put a lot of cats on and kept cats working. That was dope. You know, Shaq Comedy All-Stars, myself being one of those guys. And I hosted a few of them as well. Mike Epps, you know, Michael Blacks and all of us. You know, uh, D-Ray, Mike we Epps all... Mike Epps is also another talented motherfucker. Who? Mike Epps. Yeah. Mike is crazy. I love Mike, man. That's my guy. Another guy. He's a legend. D-Ray came up in here uh, a couple weeks ago. He's also fucking hilarious. 
D-Ray, it, it, it's a lot of camaraderie. Like, yeah, it don't look we, like niggas we're been fraternity, beefing. man. We not beefing, man. We funny, bro. We know who we are, man. Everybody got their groove and shit. Like that's why I understand why rappers can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like comedians, you, you very rarely have any type of beef unless it's some internet shit or whatever. Somebody stealing a joke or something. But other than that, comedians like yo, man. We all funny, man. I'm about to come see your set tonight. It, is it because you guys do? It's a lot of times there's going to be shows where there's multiple of y'all on mm -hmm. it, where it's like, yo, hey, that's the opener. This is the mid-tier guy. You're the headliner. So Correct. it's like, it's hard to kind of have static when, for, for the majority of the shows you're going to do, unless it's just your show completely, mm -hmm. you know, you're still going to be working with other people. Yeah, but sometimes, you know... Um Sometimes it's about whose closing can be a you know situation. Who's the biggest of the, you know? Wait, that, that was a beef between Monique and somebody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like who's gonna close the show? Like that could be only like maybe one of the things that could kind of cause a little friction depending on who's the hottest person. I've been forgetting that DL is so funny because he be talking polit politics now. Like you he be talking politics. I be like, yeah, yeah, right, right. You think bit. you're a journalist or something. Yeah, 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 but he's a comedian. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, uh, like I close a lot of shows, you know, then sometimes I don't, you know what I'm saying? But if, if, if on this show, Michael Blackson is closing, then he get in the smoke. And then if, the next show I'm closing Michael Blackson giving me the smoke but that's that's how we do though yeah, yeah. like we don't like we ain't tripping we like alright I'm gonna put it on you you know what I'm saying like yeah. that's fun that's how we came up like it ain't like you know it's friendly competition yeah, in the way. Like, yo, I'm gonna have a good set so that you have a good set damn who's the hardest act you've ever had to follow the hardest act to follow now you backstage you're like this nigga is killing it uh, I'm gonna tell you somebody that I think is 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 for real? It's Tony Roberts. Really? Tony Roberts is a hurricane. I um. I'm put some research. We in. did. We did a. We did a. We did a. We did about ten dates together called the Best of Both Worlds. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Don't come to work. Don't come on stage ready to work. Tony Robbins is going to bother you. I don't care what, I don't care. He is one of the funniest, most underrated comedians in this country. Ain't nobody, don't nobody want to smoke, bro. He is hilarious. He Bernie Mac funny, man. Like Bernie Mac was like that. Bernie, oh, Bernie Mac, Mac is a Bernie Mac, goat. rest in peace, the goat. Bernie Mac was so powerful. You just not ready. And also passionate too. Like, Yo, like, like sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if this is a joke. This Bern is oh, Bernie this is was him so in the house. Had the motherfuckers. Yeah, this is him in the house. Type <laughs> oh shit. my god, Bernie was amazing. Bernie, oh. Bernie Mac, my god, Bernie Mac taught me so many things about comedy, man. He was the only host I ever seen get standing ovation every night. Really? You know how hard that is. When people trying to find their seats, when people ain't really thinking you the the funny guy because you the host. And he got a standing ovation every night and then brought you up to a standing ovation when the whole That's theater special. stood up. What? Shout out to Bernie Mac. God, Patrice O'Neal. I, oh, I see a lot of people legendary. appreciate him. It's seemingly, maybe outside of the comedy world. I know he always got revered in the comedy world, but mm -hmm. they appreciated him mostly after his death, though. I don't know why they did that. Like, I think New York comics, people that really knew Patrice O'Neal, um, were already on that page. That's just like Rashid, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is, there's, there's, there's comedians and there's New York legends. You know what I mean? And so New York cats, it's a certain swag and it's a certain demeanor about New York comedians. And if you got the city on your back, 
they fuck with you for real, for real. Like, they was already ordained legendary in the city already, you know what I mean? The world caught on afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never heard nobody say nothing about Patrice. Nothing. Yeah. You never, you will never hear nobody discount his writing, his pen, his 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 style. It was, it was amazing. What was so interesting about Patrice is that a lot of things that he said, whether in theory, ideology, or even jokes, people built on later. And they always credit him. They're like, yo, you know, the, the late great Patrice said this. But I'm like, damn, how great do you have to be that people are still referencing your material Well, because it's time later. That's the thing. Um, comedy, if it's done right, it's timeless. Like, you can go back and look, you know, at some of my bits from Def Comedy. Let's say you, you you pick one. It's still funny. You I know, know you can I, go sometimes back. Sometimes I feel like comedy was more funny back in the era. No, 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 no. It's still funny. A good bit is timeless. Like, you go back and look at Chris Rock's first special. He got about five to seven killers on that motherfucker, man. That's crazy. Like, that you could play the clip and you will laugh the same. You know what I mean? A lot of us have those kind of, like, iconic moments, you know. Um, like, you go back, you see Chris Tucker set when he was like, uh, I'm coming, mama. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was certain things, though, like, when he was saying um, the uh, Chris Tucker the joke about Michael Jackson uh, finding, being a pimp. Yeah. What? Hey, no, you're right. Some jokes are Some timeless. Some jokes are like timeless. Chris, Chris Rock, you know, the big piece of chicken, classic. Come. Like, it, 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 like I found myself using that, oh, like, in a real-life situation. We and all I was got just our, like, you know, we all got our little best-of album of comic comedy that we just kind of live by, whether it's stand-up movies or, or even with our music. It's 50 years of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many classic hip-hop songs. Like, we could... You know, we both could go song for song that we think is the most prolific, whether we're doing eras, whether we're doing styles, whether we're doing artists, MCs versus rappers, you know what I'm saying? Battle yeah. rappers versus you're like, it's so many different ways this shit could go. But if it's if it's classic and if it's good, it's just good. Wow. So you got NJ Pack um tomorrow. Yeah, NJ right? Pack. Um I got my book, Top Billing, dropping um, April 25th for is it, all the Is it people. more like an uh, autobiography? It's a memoir about mm. the 90s, about my life, the music, the culture, hip-hop. You get those stories We get there. the stories there. You get my lessons. You get about, I want the audiobook version. The audiobook. I, I have to have to The think. audiobook is crazy. You got to hear me saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you know I'm going to put, I'm a sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah I, um, You're a good storyteller. I, I think that's another trait I realized from a lot of good comedians. Yeah. Like, someone knows how to kind of like, I, I, I was watching those things. You would say something. Thing, and it would come back around like two, three minutes later, maybe five minutes later. It'd be a callback. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I like the, I love callbacks. And it's those little details. Yeah, I love callbacks. I'm glad you catch them. I love callbacks because they just, they just, they're like punch. They're like another boom, you know, on top of something you set up already. Do you get nervous, like say before NJ Pack? Are you nervous, like yo? Yeah. I mean, it's this is you know you're performing your yeah, home state. Yeah, I'm going home. You know, I haven't been home in two since COVID, so three years, four, three and a half years. I'm excited, I'm nervous. I'm gonna get a chance to see so many people I haven't seen in forever. So How yeah, many tickets you gotta give up? Yeah, Hella man. tickets. Jesus Christ! Taxi, I just shut man. my phone off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because too many. It's too many. Yo, B, man, listen, I know you got, I know you full, man. I know you got about people. Can you slide me in the back? And you know what I'm saying? It's just me. How many you got? Eighteen. God damn. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's a that's a dope ass show. Yeah. So, so how long are you uh, on, on the East Coast? Is it just that, or so I'm on the East Coast just this week. Um, and then um, I'm on the road. I go to uh, I go to Atlanta. I'm doing State Farm Arena. Uh, Damn. And then I'm doing 
I'm doing the uh, going to Nashville. I'm not rocking out there at um, Nashville Auditorium. That's a big venue. Then I go to Sacramento, and then I come back to New York in April. I'll probably see you see you in April because uh, that's when the book drop. I'm doing mm-hmm. like the View, yeah, yeah. Uh, goddamn all that press stuff, and you know TV, radio. So, how is it living on the road? Because that's another thing about comedy. Like, I, you don't have to. I you, love being at my house. So, like, you're, yeah, you're going yeah, from place to up. place. You yeah, know, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't go out every weekend. But like, you know, I was, I've been off for three weeks. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like I don't, I, I don't. Like, 52 weeks? No, no, that's that's too much. But like when I go get it, I go get it in bursts. You know, I go t- do a 10, 10 to fifteen run, and then I'll chill. My son's hooping now, so I want to be. I don't, you know what I mean? He cooking, yeah. yeah oh, he, oh, he cooking, yeah, he cooking. So I'm like, I want to want to miss these tournaments. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm his roadie now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. carrying the bags with him. I'm on the road. I'm going there with him. He's on the road. He's traveling, going to different tournaments. That I don't want to miss that. B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard you. Told, I heard you talk about it. it's kind of like that work life balance a little bit, which, which I think is dope, man. Yeah, you got to. You got to. You got to always. I'll give you some OG advice. Do your work, but don't make it your life. Mm. It's it's your work is your it's your fun. Then you have your real life, your life where you want to be with your dogs, you chill with your lady. You know what I'm saying? You going to the beach, take some vacations too. Do some shit you for you, man. Like enjoy this shit because you don't know how long this shit gonna last. Like don't let it all be work and you don't play. Like you got to do some things that so you recharge and you can come back and look at your work. You can fix some things, tweak some. Come on, baby, what's up? Yeah, she's ready. Yeah, every time she stretches her legs for the first time, she, she kind of feel the pain. Yeah, she like ah oh, shit. I got to She needs some CBD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> we yeah, talking yeah. about this dog, by the way. So uh, yeah, we got to get out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, uh, NJ Pack tomorrow. I know you're gonna kill it. Uh, I'm gonna see if I could come. I'm supposed to catch a flight. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm if you don't go to Super Bowl, yeah, if I don't go to Super Bowl, what? I might not go to Super Bowl. You know, I'm realizing there's too many niggas that's gonna be there, man. So, yo, this, might, you you might need security. Mike, <laughs> too many niggas. I'm yeah, like, man, I, want, I, want a, I want a nice environment where I can listen to some jokes. People ain't mean mugging. People are smiling. Comedy, you good? I might have to pull up on you. Pull man. up on me, man. All right, man. Listen, hey, listen. Thank y'all for watching, man. Thank uh, you. It's been another episode of Off the Record. Appreciate Bill Bellamy for coming oh, through. I've, I'm always honored to have complete legends who could not only tell me some amazing stories that I wish I could have lived through a scene, but they give valuable insight and also, you know, give me direction because, again, I'm dumb scared of anything live. I've never done nothing live. I did like a panel, but like I'm, I'm no. never really done anything. Go live. People have watched me online. I just haven't done it. Go live, cause it's gonna make you come to life. It's I gotta go. I gotta go out with like a pro or yeah, somebody. Yeah. Like it gotta be like somebody who I'm like, yo, oh y'all ain't fucking with me. All right, well here's the real pro. <laughs> here's Bill Bellamy, people. <laughs> the scapegoat, oh, man. Oh shit, that's stupid. <laughs> a built-in heads, man. But anyway, yo, uh, yo. Uh, shout out your socials. Anything you want people to oh, go check out. Make sure you uh, make sure you follow me at Bill Bellamy Instagram, um, BillBellamy.com. Also, you can follow me on Facebook at Bill Bellamy VIP. And then make sure, make sure you pre-order Top Billing. It's on Amazon Books. It's on uh, Apple uh, Music. You can go on there, put in the title. It'll pop up. You can pre-order today, man. God bless. Peace. Hey, oh, and the last thing I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to do this off camera, man. This dude looks too good. I, I got to get some health, some literally some health, some uh, health. <laughs> health advice, man. Because as you get older, you see, one of the things about talking on this mic 
you could have a career into very old age, yes. but you don't want to be looking like a sack of potatoes. Oh, you, you gotta look. Good. You gotta look like the brand, man. Yo, you gotta take care of yourself while you're young. Start now, so when you know ten years from now, fifteen years from now, you straight. Yeah, no, no you, you look good, brother. You Thank look good. you, man. All right, Peace. man. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>